Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Misfit Toys. Hey. Hey. Maybe you need to hear this. Maybe you do. Hmm? Shh. It's such a good feeling to know you're alive. It's such a happy feeling. Well, if you don't have a smile on your face now, picture me in the studio all by myself doing that. Mm-hmm. My guest today is Mitchell Roberts, who brought along his um, cousin or... Hold on now. I don't want to mess it up. Oh, dear. I mean, I know his name was Evan. I'm just saying cousin. Cousin. So it's always nice to have people hanging out in the studio. Mitch, of course, if you don't remember, was one of the first friends I ever made when I started doing stand-up comedy at the Comedy Works when I was still in high school. So, um, how do you like that? How do you like that? He's the guest. We talked. We just talked a lot. We, we didn't catch everything. The next day on the phone, we were texting, oh, we forgot this person, we forgot that person. So we'll talk again, you know? It's just the way it goes, right? What's this? Oh, and apparently... I know things you need to hear that we don't get to on the show. Hey, you. You're gorgeous. Oh. You're beautiful. You're amazing. Sure, sure. I know what you need sometimes, right? You need something. 
I hereby the state of California with the registered <laughs> So uh today's show that's it. There's really not much else to talk about. Um all comedy. And then we in a few weeks we have next week we have Chad. Chad it's Chad's last name. I should know his last name. He's a friend of Cam's, a friend of mine now, too. Oh, uh, oh no, we have, next week, I have um, Joey Deer. No, no, no. Oh, God, that's another show. So so it's the week after Chad, Chad um, and Cam, and it's going to be so much fun, too. But next week is uh, Joey. Joey, uh, I, I, I'm still learning his last name, although we're, we're pretty good friends, actually. Joey Dardano. He's, uh, watch, follow him on TikTok, because you will laugh. His energy is just amazing. He's just, I'm so excited to get him into the studio, because he's just, I met him a while back when I was in New York, which I'm not there that often, doing some shows, and I met him uh, through Jake Adams. Jake brought a few comedian friends over and uh, they were all great. Um, but I've been actually watch, uh, following uh, Joey on TikTok and this dude, they're just, I can't wait to get him in here. I know we're going to have so much fun because he's just full of life and love and he's excitable and he's everything that does great in the studio. He's going to fucking love it in here. And he's next week. Um, all right. What are we doing? What's this? Today? When I woke up, my mom told me, we can go look for dogs. But I'm a chase. Too loud. I'm sorry. 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 What is this? Todd, it's me, Rory, your best friend. All right. Not after what, not after what he did to me. Not after what he did to me. So enjoy the show. Joe McKenzie, you know, we did it. Remember, th- people thought we wouldn't do it? We did it. Just do it! You gotta do it, right? Just do it! Whatever you're thinking about in life. Just do it! Even, you know, even if it's sleeping in late. Just do it! Maybe if you have the time and you're in a funk, maybe just be in a funk. Just do it! But then, when it's time, you need to get out of the funk, otherwise it can have, you know, repercussions that are not good either. Just do it! What's this? Margaret, number one, find out what a baby shower is and how much water it involves. Number two, stop reciting poems to my mechanic. And number three, rear ugly head. Now! Just do it! Wow, okay, cool. All right, enough of, um, enough of that. So, I hope you have a nice day. I hope you enjoy the show. (laughs) Oh, God. Enjoy the show. I don't ask that much, but enjoy the show. And um, next week, you're going to like it. You're going to like the way you look. Now, the Todd Glass Show. Vinny, is this the part you think? Vinny tells me. You know what he says? He goes, when you say, he wasn't really picking on me, but he goes, you know when you say, now we joined the Todd Glass Show already in progress? He goes, it's funny when you say that because it reminds me of like a little kid who's like, just because he heard it on the radio. (laughs) And he's right. I don't know. Now join, blah, blah, blah. Ready in progress. I want to make my show more real, so I say things like that. I know what I'm doing. All right. You're going to, seriously, all jokes aside, you're going to join the Todd Glass Show talking about what we talk about every single week. 
But you're going to join the show already in progress. Professional. Do you need a level or anything? No, we don't do levels. About 20 seconds ago, I said into my phone, because I do the opening in my phone. Right. Because I like, to, maybe this show won't drop for five days. Am I opening in my phone? I go, hey, everybody, it's Friday. And I basically just said, now you join the Todd Glass show already in progress. And they're hearing this now. The listening audience is going, oh. And it's always the level. Every week, I've been doing the show 10 years. The first thing people hear is me just getting comfortable. Now, and I set the scene before I start the show. We call this a cold opening. So, hello everybody. I'm in your ears, and I take and I take quite a uh, quite a, a grand responsibility. You went, hello, psst, psst, hello, hello, hello. I'm in your ears. So every week I explain what's going on. Every single week, ten years, I set the scene. So tonight is, I would consider it a special night. Some nights the shows we have instrument bands in here. We have. But th- I didn't do it for this show because I thought there's so much to talk to. Everyone knows already who you are. I'll explain it again in case anyone didn't listen to this show. But I talked about this last week. I'm like, my friend Mitch, I met Mitch um, when I was 16 years old. He was like one of the first. But I don't want to get too far into it because you probably have a different memory than me. But that's, that's all I have to say. But they know. The audience knows. And, I'm, and I was excited. I'm like, wow, we're going to really concentrate on a specific period. They know the history. Oh, I remember the first time I was there. But not spending an hour and a half. Things you remember. Things I don't remember. So it's going to be just a lot of great conversation. So I didn't have any music or bands. I, thought, I told Aristotle, we're just going to be talking a lot. Of course, we'll do some bits. Sure. Well, bits will break out. I have an idea. It's called nerdy karaoke. Like, I don't want to sing karaoke, but if you can do a voice, (laughs) then maybe. So we'll both do that with a song. So Mitch Goldman is uh, Mitch. Do we have something for Mitch? We always try to bring the guests in with a little something, you know. Sometimes it's fancier than others, but always um, we try something, you know. We try to try to. Now that you can get. We try to have like some, uh, I don't know, something a little bouncy. Try to have bouncy. We're very bouncy. You know, bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. We didn't rip that from it and then put it into a... a no, maybe not. No. It's all right. Oh, he Mitch, did get it Mitch, in in time. Mitch. Mitch, 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 Mitch. Yeah. M-I-T-C-H. It's M-I-T-C-H. Mitch, everybody. It's Mitch. Oh, look at Aristotle. He's playing. Mitch, 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 I don't like when I have to go to do a podcast, although I make the mistake and someone has to sit there and wait for you to do your opening. But give me another two minutes and then boom, boom, boom. It's going to. So I want you to know it's not going to be long because when I'm at another podcast and they're doing it, I'm like, all right, shut the fuck up and bring me on. I'm sitting over here. I'm like a caged lion. Okay, forget about it. Now, also, um, Aristotle is here, which is a treat. Hi, Aristotle. Do you oh, have your jingle ready on the board? Uh, no. You're shy I, to play it. When we're I'm, talking away, you find it. I'm, okay. I'm shy to play it. Yes. Yes. Hi, Aristotle. Hello. Sometimes I get so anxious. I haven't seen you in a while. You sit down, and right away I'm like, ba 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 ba. 
Hello? Straight to business. Straight to business, but it's not. We talk about Aristotle got here two hours ago, so we've been talking. But he's not here every week lately. So um, I'm happy to have you here. You're good. You got your new motorcycle. I did. I've ridden it twice for like 20 minutes, and it's uh, still terrifying, actually. But Would it be getting there. Maybe training wheels? Okay. I don't want to get too crazy. Not a bad idea. Now, <laughs> moving around the room, and then we're going to start the show. This is what they call in the business, Mitch, a cold... Opening. Opening. I knew you'd know it. It was, it was 10 years in radio. 10 years in radio, you know a goddamn cold opening. So, uh, Evan is your, would you say? Nephew. He's your nephew. We even have. His what? Ward. His ward. I like that. Do we have something for? I mean, we try. You know, we try to have something for everybody. We try to. It's so, all right. Try to. I talk. This is the trick. No one knows Aristotle. If you say it's because what I do is I go. Well, every week we try to have something for you know. We try to. Evan, Evan. There we go. Evan, 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 Evan. All right. So now we take a deep breath. And we start the Todd Glass show. It's a real show. A lot of people, they come in here. Oh, they get here. They're like, oh, it's a, yeah, it's a real goddamn show. I ain't shitting around. You know, there's a reason. By the way, we just hit 20, uh, 35,000 downloads a week. Is that what it is about now? 40,000? 60. 60,000. Wow. See, that's better than I thought. I'd rather that because Aristotle, the way you looked at me, I thought you were going to say like, Todd, there's about 35 people left. Here we go. It's the Todd Glass Show, everybody. Sure, it's a professional show. I'm not shitting around. Let it breathe. Our guest is Mitch Goldman for the entire hour and a half. There's a barn. What? What a barn. Wow. Only funny people go there. And they do a react if you were the show there. It was voted number one there. Wow. Oh, there's music and silly dancing. And a lot of podcast people with the bells and whistles, the bubbles, lights, and smoke. When they hear Todd Glass do the intro, everybody's ready for the show. They want to hear their favorite guests. Do the bits they love the best Then they hear a rumble on the drums When that happy moment finally comes All the joy the show will bring For miles around It's a big Broadcasting deal. out of the barn. It's a real show. It's the time of show. Chris Hardwick sounds the alarm. It's the time of show. Comedy bits that we cheer. Listening to the time of show. Cause the game Thank you, Joe McKenzie. You know we love you. We hope they can do that till we fade back in. Mitch, I need you. 
I got to tell you, I was very impressed that you joined in there and you were perfect. It's just so absurd. Sometimes when you're in your room, people go, is this funny? You know, people might go, we've, we've had 10 people in here certain nights. Then they listen to it later. They're like, I get it. You don't really know here, but I do. You know how I know? Seriously? How? I listen to the show. And it might sound a little self-consuming. I don't listen to my stand-up because, I, I don't know, it's just a little hard for me to watch my own stand-up. A lot of people tape their sets. It helps your stand-up. You should do it. But the show I listen to, because I'm not the only person here, and I miss things, but I just know what's funny. All of a sudden, nah, nah, I get it. I get what people need. Mitch, yeah. hello. Hello. Wow. Talk, can I hear you? Prove your mic in a little closer. How about, how's this? this better? Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. We don't do headphones, so we just put ourselves through the house to give us a little voice. So, okay. yeah. just as well. Here we go. Okay. It's so. Where do you start, right? Uh, we let's, don't. Let's not give the year either. Oh no, no, no. People that, figure out the ages. Where do you but, start? You know what? I was thinking about that, and here's here's where I would start. Because we're talking about when we first started out mm-hmm. many years ago, nineteen. I was fifteen. 16, I, I just I turned like, 16. I, I was 20. And wow. the thing is, when I was thinking about it, there are two parts to when we started out, because we basically this place, the Comedy Works, sort of became our second home. Mm-hmm. And there were two parts to it. There was, for me, there was Wednesday night, the open mic, and then there was the weekends, when the acts would come in, and, you know, I, you know it was You weird. worked there, too. Right. Can, can yeah. you real quickly explain... You d- we both had the same job there, basically. Yes. Can you explain what that job was on the three? We, like, oh, give them, go, let's just right, get pl- every detail. But oh, you can give the, you know, the right, quick. The place, what I'm is where, the way I think this started out was there was a Middle Eastern restaurant mm-hmm. called the Middle East. Right. And there was, there was a third floor that, I guess, th- th- some enterprising person um, said, let's make this into a comedy club. This is before I ever got there. Yeah, that was uh, basically, I think in the beginning it was two people and then there, there was a you know, right. disagreement, long story short, and then basically uh, some went and opened the Factor Outlet and Steve Young and like Myron right. Young and they kept the comedy work. So that's right. what it was called. Held about what, 300 people? Yes, it did, 300. Oh, about 300 yeah. people. Right. And we Packed in like sardines. Right, and when the late show was coming in and we right. were stay right. to the left. How right. do you explain? Stay to the left. What happens is you had to go up three flights of stairs and they were pretty narrow and also, they weren't, the steps weren't all the same. So you walk up a flight of steps, and they're all supposed, you know, they're all, it's no big deal. But these steps, because I guess they were built by hand or something many years before, they weren't all the same size. So you were always, there was always a chance you were going to trip. Mm-hmm. So we had to keep, so we, there'd be these lines of people, because it was a very popular place, all the way down three rows of steps. All the way outside. All the way outside. For the late show. Of course, the well, early right. show became right. in increments. And right. But yeah, the late show, particularly Saturday, would start Friday. lining up. Well, the late show is right. had a forty minutes left. They were late yeah. in lining up right. for the right. Late they'd show. start lining up, and <clears throat> what happened is we'd have to literally scream 
Stay to your left. Stay to your left. Stay to your left. Because the other people that came, oh, we also had to keep them to the left because people that needed the bathroom. Right. That's right. The bathroom. Right. B- below a floor. floor. So you, they, if they, you couldn't have just them say to your left, say to your right. left. We'd try to joke with them. And right. We, right. We, we'd talk about getting out change and joking around. And we had, we did, uh, we used to do fake fights. You know, we, we, we you know, it was art. It was the audience. So right. We were sort and of a warm up before the warm up before the warm up. And would you remember? I think I remember what we made per night. Yes, do you, I do remember. What, what do you think it was? I think it was twenty-five dollars. Oh, I thought it was thirty. Well, we got a raise. Shit. We got a oh, raise. Oh, okay, cool. We got a raise. And then you get to see. We got to see amazing. Oh no, this was this. Did was, you work there before you did open mic night or after? Say after. Like, I mean, it basically just a few. I started same, open mic and right. same. No, it was that. That was thing. That was just amazing. Just, just amazing. Because what I mean, these. These were the acts. I never, I didn't know any of these acts, but I had seen a few of them on TV. I didn't know who they were, and then it was interesting because I'd see these acts, and you go home, and they were just starting to have comedy on TV, and you go, "Oh, that guy, he was at the comedy right. place." Right, like, Jeff Stilson, he was on that special, right, or Mark Weiner, I remember, and Mark Weiner, right? Rick Overton, the he, Mark Weiner was on. So, you know. When people ask you, you can always remember like, you know, the Stephen Wrights and right. the Richard Lewis and the right. Paul Reiser and the Gilbert Godfrey, right. you know, and uh, but there were a lot of people that never went on to have fame that were hilarious oh, people. Right. Yeah. And we remember them, too. We just who gives right. a shit? Why are we going to tell people they don't give a fuck? Right. No, they, no. But well, we know those. Is, what is some I'm of the kidding. Like, half kidding. Half kidding. Rick I've Overton any, was I've a any. very funny comedian, and I, he, we became sort of friendly a little bit. He went on to have right. You know, I'm saying you see a lot of these guys in a million things. You don't even know that they were comedians. Jeff DeHart, we don't know what the fuck happened. No, we don't know what happened to him. He could but, be dead right, on a he cruise. Could be dead. That, right, he's probably on a cruise. But no, but some of these guys Glenn have gone Hirsch. on. Glenn Hirsch, and what what was it? We're jumping around a little bit, but years later in the '90s when they started being on TV, um. Like usually on Seinfeld or on a comedy, I'd throw out a name like I would know the guy, Fred Stoller, and 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 my wife who didn't really like me very much anyway. <laughs> she she actually would t- she wouldn't say anything to me, but she'd be good. She'd say, you know, yeah, we so watch we watch TV. Who didn't really like me anyway? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. She goes, yeah, we watch TV. And Mitch would know all these guys because he was right. doing it. Yeah, and and it was. And I just say, yeah, that's what's. And I just throw out the name. Well, I you were it. you were probably and me the same. Yeah. Like people that know music before their. I mean, look, we knew them. They were already. Right. They, they were on their way because right. they there were, were com- two. There were two people though, that were. Are were you gonna pray? Oh shit! Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. Watch it. Say that again. Go. My wife, who doesn't really. Okay, hold on, hold on. Because I knew. I knew when the, the bell means when it's quiet that I have the sound down. I like to have control over the sound. We used to have it where the he it was in the middle, so we both could control it the way the old studio was. So I said, just ring the bell because he might want to do a drop. But I and I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you. But I go, wonder why he wanted to play something. And then say say your line again, and we'll make pretend it. We we'll, we'll leave all this in. But good. Say my wife who never really liked me. But, uh, but yeah, uh, 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 yeah. What were you saying? Yeah. Well, my wife who never really liked me. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> all that for that. Okay, so go ahead. Now, what, what, I forgot we were. You talking were saying. About. That uh, you went down all those acts. Some we remembered, some we didn't. All right, some we did. You, some you, they, you knew when you were watching television, you were right, aware. Right, I, right. I was aware. All right, there were two names of people that were were basically, 
you know, not they were not on their way. They were just local acts, and I, I bet you don't. And you you knew them well. I knew them a was little bit. Okay, you, these are acts that were like local, but pass open mic night and did Thursday is the best of Philly or. Yeah, something like that. They, they were completely anonymous, but they've gone on to become household names. Oh, well, uh, uh, they were from Philly, or did they just not, work not the from, comedy they, works? No, they, no, they weren't from Philly. They Paul were near Tompkins. Philly. Not, Paul not Paul's, not Paul's, and I say there were two other, two bigger. Give, give me. You want me to tell you who yeah. they were? Dennis Miller and Rosie O'Donnell. Oh shit! Oh, shit. <laughs> Thank you, Aristotle. The more the oh shits, the better. Well, you mean that work that work the uh, comedy works. Where comedy works, and, and the other places they they were not they were not guys. They were guys like Jay Leno or something. Guys that Jay worked. Leno and Jerry they were already bigger acts. Right? Isn't that just crazy? Saying, but, yes. They they well because as I found out, and I think we read, they spent ten years in the seventies working at the comedy store down the street for nothing. No money. No, they didn't know any of Jay, Jay Leno tells story. He, he, I've I've been back there, and you go in the alley, yeah. in the back. That's where a lot of them slept, because there was there was nothing. There was no comedy works. There was no road. because so, you remember that, like, and it shows how long that those guys were making a lot of money. And I know exactly where you left off, and I'll bring you right back there. For anybody that, like, let's say hypothetically, someone the comedian listens to this. That, li- that did it with us, someone we know that was there, like Jay Reisman. Right. He's going to get angst going, oh, that, it, yeah, of course we're telling the goddamn story out of order. We're right. telling it to our best of our ability, right. but we'll paint a vivid picture by the end of this hour and a half. So right. I'm excited to right. go detail I, by I, detail. I remember Jay Leno, he, he was a headliner act. He, he had, made a lot of money. Right, he, but I, not in the beginning. He, it, it took him about a year. Because I remember the first, I, I didn't even know who he was. I thought it was packed from the first no, time no, he no, was no. there. It was packed, but he didn't make, it was the first time he ever made money. And I think I think he made like four hundred dollars for the weekend. You have a t- completely different memory but than no, me but on no, that. No, but a year later he was he couldn't even perform at the comedy works. They had to send him to the Academy of Music. Well, here's what I remember that that, and I might be it's it's interesting either way. It doesn't matter. It's very interesting because I'm gonna have something else that I perceive like you're gonna tell me my, your version. I'll be like wrong. <laughs> Is that? Because even before he got the Tonight Show, before he got the Tonight Show, he was on when we when we were growing up. He was on Merv Griffin. He was on Mike Douglas. He was on. Now he wasn't on the Tonight Show because remember we right. talked to him. He was for some reason oddly banned from the, yeah. the whatever you you might not call it banned, but they didn't have him on anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's a right. fact. Right, gray listed. Right, because right. He was at a a weird thing, and then. When and he told, and it was very, we're not making this up. He right. was very, it was like, you know, we don't know. We know he was very, and he came in, but he was already, if he was on all those shows, my perception was that he made about 15000 even his first time in, because. I, I, that's, no, I, I thought it took about a year, because. A year, but he wouldn't go from 400 to, because it was already a special event when Jerry Seinfeld came in and he came in. Well, Jerry Seinfeld came in a little later. And he, was he did all, come I, in a little and later. It was all right. I'm talking, this is like, I don't want to say it the had, years. It had to be no. It had to be 84. 82. 82. I was still in high school. Yeah, I know, and you were at the comedy works. Yeah, everybody, I was too. Everybody thought you were old because because I always looked a lot looked, older. You looked a lot. Thank older God, than I was. You were. Thank nature. Okay, Mitch. <laughs> um, so now it's ninth. Now we're both doing open mic night. Right. And that we 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 described sort of the job was basically you know look of course we did other things but that we could jump into the sound booth sometimes and right. have to start the show which was always fun yeah, right. stuff like that okay 
Now we're going to go back. We're going to go one. We're going to go a step at a time. Later, I'm going to talk about, let's remember all the comedians that didn't go on to have fame. As, you know, as, as, hey, I love when there was a comedian that was nice to us, really nice. And we're like, whatever happened to blah, blah, blah. They go, oh, he's the executive producer of Alan. You're like, oh, cool, or whatever. Like, but, but we'll miss those. But for now, so we meet. Do you remember the first time that we met? Or like, how does, how, how, well, and that's, uh, uh, how did that run down for you? This is one of the first times that we met with that. And now we're talking about Wednesday night, which, right. as I said before, different experience. But one of the things is, and they stopped doing this, but one of the things when I start, when we started. You talk about recording the shows? Yes. <laughs> See, you have a different, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, this is, what happens is, is they, they, and because they were trying to help, the, you know, I guess. It was they were nice. Trying, it was, they were trying to, but so, but the show every week, there were about 20 acts or more, <laughs> and the show went about three or four hours. So the next week, maybe if you got there early. If you got there early, maybe a half hour before the show, the guy, our friend Tony, all right, would come down with, the, with this big heavy, you know, because they didn't have flat screen TVs, big heavy TV, this big heavy VCR, and every week, he did this for, for months. It was and nice. He, and he couldn't, he could never really figure out how to set it up. <laughs> I mean, every Tony week. Molino. Right. Tony, Tony Molino, Molino, who we adore. And by the way. Right. I have his name written down. We're going to talk about Tony Molino later in detail, but now yeah, we move took past the his name. VCR up the three flights of stairs? No, he only had to take it down one. It was an elevator. One, one thin, oh. Yeah, there was an elevator. From the third to the fourth. Sometimes he forgot it was there, I think. Yeah, but he but never he knew how to set it up. Right, no, he never. So, so this took 20 minutes, and there are 20 guys all gathering oh, around. I hate this story, but right. go ahead. And, and what happens, <laughs> what remember, now we have 20 minutes, and but you remember, there are 20 acts, and the, the show was three hours long, and you had to rewind to do it. So... Generally, it came down to this. Two guys got to see the act. One was Todd, and the other guy, whoever it would be, whoever it was, was another guy, a second person who got to see maybe 30 seconds. And now, why? Oh, we got to clean this up. We got to get no, wait, the show but do, do, I don't, Are you sure? Because, hey, look, by the way, I, I, you said I would watch mine for, like, twice and stuff. No, I never Why no, did you, I get to watch it then? I don't know. I don't. You didn't watch it twice. You, you, you were, well, why did I get to watch I it? Because I was, like, maybe, like, family a little bit at that point? Maybe, maybe. It, was, it, you weren't, it wasn't anything special. It's just the way it happened. Was I, do you have any perception, and be honest with right. me, because I know we're obviously still friends, but right. do you ever, do you remember me at all when you thought I might have not been nice, or because no, I No, 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 it wasn't about being nice. First, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. First, but moving care. past that, I mean, right. as far as just our friendship, I remember hanging out, like, you all would go to the Society Hill Hotel, right? and I remember, like, just, you know, we became really good friends, oh, yeah. I thought. Oh, yeah, no, we did. I mean, I became a friend of the family. And and um, we, I remember you, you coming in one night and telling the story. We you, one night we were going somewhere. And you told me about your grandmother. You went home. I remember like the weirdest things. And we were hanging out. You were in law school at this point. And you, and you go your your grand. You got no fight with your grandmother. And you were like twenty seven years old. She right. and she told you to go ahead. What, do you remember this? No, I don't. She told you to go to your room. You go. I don't even live here. <laughs> yeah, and she, I'm like, to me, I, I thought I that was vaguely, so funny. I vaguely remember. Oh shit! Oh, oh shit! I remember that. That yeah. It, it might have been. It might have been. It might have been Crunella. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, sure. go to your room. But I think. I think it was the night. Uh, I remember this now. I think it was the night my. Uh, my brother, not Bobcat's father, another oh, brother. Over here. Um, 
he proposed to this girl, and I felt I, w- I felt terrible for this girl because I thought my brother, not Bobcat's father, was a jerk. And oh shit! And oh, I thought she was crazy for doing it. So I had so I remember we had we had drove over, and I came over. It was a whole big thing. I had to like wish them, I had to wish them good luck and everything. And I think that was when my mother, you know, started. Telling me to go to my room. That doesn't. That doesn't quite add it. You told him good luck, and then she told you good. What did well, you really there say? Well, there were some. There was yeah, some I know. Argument. Right. Thanks, Aristotle. I there think was he's some lying. argument. There was some argument. I think there was an argument first, because I I wanted to say my piece, and that's when I got sent to my room, and I did not live there. And then eventually, it all worked out. Todd Glass show is professional, so it's time to go to commercial. Sometimes, Mitch, what I like to do in the middle of the, the show first is just take a minute to read. Ever I saw oh, this is appropriate, Aristotle. You are on ball tonight, but we're going to let this breathe. I thought the sun And the moon and the stars were the gifts you gave. It's a real show. To the dark and the end of the skies, my love. God, I love Urban Legend. That this song was written, the person who wrote the song was actually writing it to their new puppy. Is that true? I believe it. Can I tell you it makes more sense now? Let's keep listening. Hold on. I love that, Mitch. Yeah. Or drag it. You can drag it. Let me tell you something now. Picture a cute cute puppy, everybody. Listening at home. In this room. Picture a cute golden retriever or whatever dog you love. Boston Terrier. Boston Terrier. A golden retriever I smiling or whatever dog you have. Picture its face. Picture it. I'm sick of doing this show if you're not going to picture shit. I say, pause the music. Aristotle, you know I'm not joking around. Never. You can tell, right? Absolutely. I'm sick of people not picturing shit. I say it, they go, yeah, I'll tell you, everyone else will picture. You need to picture a dog, and if you don't like dogs, that's okay. Picture something you love, and picture when you saw its face. Whether it be whatever you love, whether it's your own reflection in the mirror, picture it! Or I'll fucking shut the whole goddamn show down! 
I don't gotta do this show. If you don't want to picture it, I'll fucking go home. Now get a picture in your head and picture it, and I'm half kidding, half serious. Because if you're not on the verge of crying, you're not fucking picturing anything. Or you should get into counseling and go, I was listening to Todd Glass show. He said pictures. I'm to tell you the truth, I couldn't. And that's okay too, but go go figure it out. And I knew our joy. I'm picturing Jay Reisman. Who <laughs> would feel the and last till the end of time. Where did you hear that? I picked it up somewhere. I spent a lot of time with dogs. So. You know what? I hope it is true. Yeah. I hope I, it is I, true. That makes sense to me. It does because it's. Well, it would certainly be appropriate because the dogs, you know, and they're cute little... Do you have a dog? Yes. What do you have? Two Boston Terriers. How old are they? 10 and 11. 10 and 11, wow. Right. And it was your your brother who got us started on Boston Terriers. Boston Terriers. Yeah. All right, listen, let's go back to the comedy works. Okay, So, yes. So, do you remember Jet Rink? Yes, Okay, I, the only thing I remember, Jet Rink, he would sing a song, and he would go, don't you pee on me, don't you pee on me, I'm the sunshine man, don't you pee on me. And he was a good-looking uh, good looking guy, right? Yes. And um, I've told this story, I'm not necessarily proud of it. I like Jet Rink. What no, was you, well, no, he was sweet, right? No, I liked him too. He was. He was a sharp guy. He was a good guy. And he was sharp. And, I want to know where he is. Yeah. And he, he, you know, he always struck me as a guy not... Untalented. Oh wait, was that Jet Rink? Maybe I'm not thinking of Jet Rink. But go ahead, go ahead, go anyway, with Jet Rink. Anyway, I just thought he was. I just thought no, I, that Jet Rink. I thought was a, a, a sharp guy. And he but used it, to do. It, it didn't translate to the stage. I don't think he put much. <laughs> I don't think he put much effort into it. There was a comedian, another guy, nice guy, young. Probably you know. I well, I was young too, but. Right. Um, he had a joke, and I bought it from him. And the fact that I bought it from him is so just. But I thought it was so funny. And you know what? I, of course, I wouldn't want to buy that joke now. But you know, and it was uh, he would he would have a. He goes, you know what? I, I I'm learning to know what to look for when I'm trying to meet a a, a woman. And I actually wrote down all the things that are important. Keep in mind I, this joke now. I would not buy it. But it's just a, and and he would pull out a piece of paper and it just said you know big tits. <laughs> Mitch, how dare you laugh? And then I, but the sadder part of that oh, story the way is, you told it, not the well, it's not matter. the story. Right, it was, the, it was the, see, it's the timing. The timing, 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 timing of your professionalism. And I also, I mean, I have zero experience here, but my expectation was like at least a list of two more things. Right. <laughs> yeah, he would go da 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 da. No, it's always and it was on a PC. He goes, I actually wrote it down. He goes, but uh, but I took it to another level. I go, I actually wrote it down. I go, does that sound cheesy? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It actually helps. It really mm -hmm. does. Here, let me show you. And it would turn it over a piece of paper. It just said real big, big, big boogies. <laughs> anyway. I don't know what ever happened to him. I want to know. So Jet Rink, we don't know what happened. No. Who? What are some other open mic night acts? I mean, Jay Reisman, we still we right. know where he's at. Right. But well, we talked we talked about our well, Chris Kosher, of course, is still in Philly. Yeah, and 
his room here. And when I moved here to L.A. 20 years ago, I said, listen, I'm going to have a room here for you. Come out here. Do your thing. All right. Stay, you can stay with me. And, and more, I remember I had a fight with my wife. Of course, she won. But it's another story. Oh, shit. And, and I said, he is staying here. He is going to stay here if he wants to stay here. Cause, and 20 years later, I'm still waiting for him to show up. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. Well, we know Chris Kosha, um, Tony Zuper. Um, now, how do you describe uh, every week we would go there, and there was someone that basically was the watched the audience and took the money as they were coming in. Correct. And t- that was Tony Molino. Correct. And how do you describe Tony Molino? Like he was, he was really. Again, I don't want to sound like everything, but Tony Molino, we might have taken him for granted. Then we did. We just more made fun of him. Hmm. But he was actually pretty. Was was it only my perception, or was he pretty supportive? Was he nice? No, he was. He was very nice and very supportive. And he was the doorman. Right, he was the doorman. He was like nineteen. Yeah, he was. He looked yeah. fifty. Right. <laughs> I thought he had about another week to live tops. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, he did look older. Than he was, um, but yeah, no, he 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 was supportive. You know, he was friends with people. You know, he became a friend of mine, and 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 for years afterwards, I, I had a, another job doing something, and he worked for me, and and uh, you know, so it's, that's the other thing. Some of the friendships that have gone on, you know, I've lost them, but some of them have gone on like this one, and you know, for many many years, it became more than just hanging out and doing comedy. Yeah, you get real close with people. I yeah. mean, you know, go, hang, Joy and Joy Little was like right, my Joy. second mom. Right, Joy and Jimmy and that family. Yeah, that was that yeah. was a very that was um, and then Soupy. <laughs> what what? Soupy, he he. What was he? What did he do? He just seemed like he did. A, he ran the. He sort of ran. I guess he sort of ran. He was sort of like a. I don't know, he was sort of like a, an ultra bus boy or something. He would like if they want the, all we had. For, do you remember what the only two things you could order off the menu pretty much were? A, was it a roast beef or a meatball yes, sandwich? That's right. And yeah. they had the roast beef and the meatball in the right. back of the comedy right. works. Even though if they wanted something else, they could. The, the Middle East restaurant was right. below, but you didn't really have the menu from that, no, right? No, you didn't. But you get a roast beef or a meatball. Yeah. We didn't get one free. We got it half price. Right. Right. Do you remember those? Do you honestly yeah. remember the roast beef and meatball? Yes, I rem- I, I, I'm remembering the meatball very well. I remember, of course, the they the the bartenders there. Oh, okay. <laughs> One quick thing. So I would ask for the roast beef extra dry, and he would go, "I don't have time." <laughs> Soupy. What do you mean you don't have time? Drip <laughs> off some of the gravy. Okay, you hit it. The bartenders name. I want to see if it's in my head. What bartender are you remembering? And what he said to us when we wanted what. I'm no part of this. Johnny was his first yes. name. What and was his last name? I, I was Blanche. Blanche, yes. And it had to do with water. Right? Yes. <laughs> exactly. And when we asked for water, what did he say? Oh, I, I, you know, he, he, he had some. You know. I do. What I, do I look like? Right. Gunga Din. Yes. <laughs> so you, I mean, you, some people go, "Well, I." No, I didn't. I gave you opportunities and let you fill in the blank, but I didn't. It's not like I went Gunga. No, what right. do I look like, Gunga Din? I didn't even know who the fuck Gunga Din was. One time I go, I don't even know who he is. I, gra- I, I barely graduated high school, and I used to always say this. I barely graduated high school, and when I mean barely, I mean I didn't. <laughs> 
But uh, to Johnny Palanche. Yeah. He was like, I thought he was like in the mafia. I think he was. <laughs> I Seriously. He always I, had a lot of I money on him. I think he was. I no, think. genuinely, right? It was the Tyunes that owned. Right. Le- right. They, the Lebanese Americans. Right. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And the Tyunes. And then their kids. Their kids. No. All of them were. I didn't care for a lot of them, but there was one. One guy who was I became friendly with after because in addition to being a comedian, I'm an attorney. And when I worked in Philly, I used to work in South Jersey. And one of the time kids, Little Eddie, Little was, Eddie was a sheriff's deputy for Camden County. Wow, I didn't it, know that. And it, yeah, this was after the restaurant closed or something. And it was funny because he, you have this Middle Eastern guy, and he's basically surrounded by every other sheriff's deputy. He was like a skinhead. And him. And they got along. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. So how, So you had seen him years later. Yeah, years later. Because, yeah. you know, my memory of the kids were, I mean, I remember them when they were like 11. You know, There were some like that. Yeah. Right? Like the younger they, ones. Yeah, they and had they, a million kids, both brothers. And then they started, as they got old enough, they'd peek their head in the showroom a little more, at least yeah. my perception was. Yeah. But they, even them, I always felt like a great kinship with them, like like family. Like yeah. when I wanted to have, a, me and my brothers wanted to have a 25-year anniversary uh, party for my parents for their 25th so we, you know, we went down there and we just started, you know, and then they gave us a real good price and they, the second floor and, you know, I, they, they let us have the whole thing for, uh, uh, for a really reasonable price. And I remember they set it up with food and then, and then I was like, oh, you, you know, how much will it cost? And, you know, they were like, oh, you know, whatever the price was, I thought, that's not that much money. But it was like so sweet of them and like. Maybe then I didn't, I took it for granted. It's not like back then I was like going, oh, that's nice. Then I did, but now I look back and go, wow, that was really cool that they did that genuinely. I remember they they had a catered party and they made a real nice buffet. And and we got my parents, we got our parents a hotel room. It was a lot of fun back then. I mean, that was just really great. Every once in a while, New Year's, or they, I think one time they had a surprise party for Steve or something. And they always, you know, really went, you know. Yeah, they made it nice. And Mike, remember Mike, uh, they had like a roast for Steve. And Mike would, for New Year's Eve, make like a, a playlist of like uh, cool music. Right. So after the show, they would let people go up on the stage. Right. Oh, yeah. And dance. Right. And then they, after New Year's Eve show. Right. I remember. Yeah, that, that was... So, those are the best New Year's Eve I ever had. No, we went to the. So, so you remember uh, meeting me, and um, I remember you guys before I ever went there. The Society Hotel. Right. Well, I well I never. Well, interesting thing. I never knew about that. I I was said I'm. How did you old. find out about it? They the the other guy Jay Reisman and I guess Brian McKim. These guys were a little older. They had great chicken wings. Right, and and they said. I mean, I never even drove into Philly. By myself until I started coming to the comedy works, and, and you and they would all go there every week. Right. So you didn't go right away no, either. No. Me neither. No. Now it was what was interesting. That was the only place back then. I'm listening. I'm that listening. sold Yingling beer. Now what happens is Yingling beer. I mean, there's one place, and I guess you could. It was hard to get, but it exploded over the years where everybody in Philly is drinking it, and now I know they're ready to go nationwide with it. But when I started going here way back when, one place, one place sold. The That's Society what, Hotel. Right. And then there was, uh, they used to have this guy named Ted. Ted. Gar- 
Derek a great great little guy with and the they'd beard. They have a little baby grand piano. And in he there. played the little baby grand piano, and he was he was he was great at it. And and for a while, that's above it was a very very you would say swanky downtown cool bar. Yes. You know, with a, with a long bar where a lot of right. people could sit at the bar, then yeah. high tables all over the place, a little piano yeah. in the corner, yeah. and then above it were little quaint little rooms. For a while, right. they kept the comedians there, right. didn't that's they? That's right, that's right. Then J- they moved J- J- that's where he stayed. Right, right. And then they moved times. it to the Holiday Inn. Yeah, because I, rem- I remember, I found out, I said, I said to somebody, because I heard, they, I said, can we, they showed us the rooms. I go, can we see, the, you know, we're like 20 years, can we see the rooms? Can I see the rooms? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, all right, you know, yeah. So they show us the rooms, and it was it was nice. It was a nice little thing they had. Do you, do you remember anybody? Do you remember Bill Maher coming in? <laughs> no, why? Yeah, do, well, do you remember him coming in? Yes, I do. He we, wasn't uh, he wasn't talkative really. No, right? no, he was. It was. He was Wrong. <laughs> I didn't, didn't want to say he. One of the things is about things is that most of those guys. I had heard. When I was in college, somebody said, "You know, you're gonna." I went to this film festival. The guy told me, he "Goes, you're gonna see a lot of celebrities here, and you're gonna find out the bigger they are, the nicer they are." And I found that to be true 99 percent of the time. But there are few a few exceptions. I don't think he was mean. He just didn't talk to anybody. But he he was a little mean. He yeah, little maybe mean. he was. He was a little mean, and and I, I was that was disappointing. It is disappointing when you when you really like them, but I'm so glad you have the same memory I have. Even though there was the ones um, that uh, that that you know didn't live up to what we hoped. Most like like most of them were so nice, and it was so cool because you know they were probably enjoying working the club. Steve probably took care of them. Oh yeah, they were at a nice hotel. It was a weekend. They were in New York. They went did two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, not Wednesday, not Tuesday. A train ride away. Steve would let them. Because the local acts were so good that if they wanted to get home on Saturday, there was a train that could take them back to New York on Saturday night, but they couldn't headline. So Steve, on the late show Saturday, would let like Tom Wilson or the legendary Wid close the show, and let the, so. Right. But they well, were well, nice well, to right, us, right, the acts. Right. right. Oh yeah. They Paul were, Reiser. They, do you Paul remember Ry- him? Paul Reiser was great. He was the because f- I had just seen the movie Diner. Me too. And then here's like the guy from Diner, and he was just a great guy. And also, and also, you know, they, they taught you how to act if you ever became anything, because he this was a guy in the movies, and he just was there. Talk, everybody said, "Oh, you know, nine hundred people went up to him and said, oh, we loved you in the movie.'" He goes, "Thank you." And he was very patient with everybody. He was very and nice. nice with us. Yeah, He'd go out nice. after the show to yeah, dinner and after yes. I mean, keep in mind, you know, as we talk about this, I realize it more. Steve Young, now that I do this for a living, even good clubs, forget about. When you go to a club and the owner of the club is there and takes you out to dinner, think about I can think about that in my career now. I'm saying even in the good clubs, that doesn't happen that often. I forget, I'm not even talking about anywhere near bad clubs. Even a good club, you're happy to work it. So Steve did that a lot. Not only maybe before the show, but after the show, maybe late night Chinese food, oh, you yeah. know. Like he took care of the So they were and we got treated probably accordingly too because they're happy to be there right. who else do you remember like give me some other comedians you remember that were nice robert wall and i you know i cousin bobcat evans here you know he loves batman and everything and he he's almost impressed when i tell him i knew the guy that was in the first batman movie because he likes sports and i like sports so we'd hang out just talk sports 
And there was there was another guy. I'm trying to remember his name. He in the 70s when I was a little kid or young in high school or whatever. This guy was on TV a lot. Who? I think I'm trying to remember Kelly Monteith. Oh, okay. And they were he was big for a he, while. He was very big, but then he had flamed out, and I hadn't heard. To, I don't know whatever happened to him. And then in the mid '80s, he comes to the comedy works. And a very nice guy, mm-hmm. and I ha- and we're stand we're in the office or something, and I just mentioned what I just said. You know, we'd been talking a little bit. When was the first thing I said to him? And I said, you know, I remember, you know, when you were this, this. and he was very appreciative that I remembered that, because I mean, he he was either, I was I mean, they gave him a break, you know, they gave him a shot to become big, you know, for like a year, and nothing happened. I think he went to England or something, but he was very appreciative that I remembered that, and we. You know, and we sort of hung out. His manager was a good guy. The office. That's yeah, funny. Like, yeah. that was the green room right. office. But it had a sofa. And right. Well, I tell people, I tell, for instance, when Bob Saget passed away, who used to bring, I tell people. He used to bring his nephew. He used to bring his nephew, brought his whole family. But his wife, his first wife, I think he, this was his third wife. I, I don't know. But his first wife was an attorney, and I was just going to law school at the time. We were up there, and I had my little book there. And I was, I always say she was my first sort of like law school tutor, and I needed a lot of them, but she was the first one. Wow, that's so, and Bob Saget was so nice. Oh, he was a great guy. Um, he was a great guy. Yeah, even if you're not crazy about what his act was. Well, I don't think people y- even know, they just, they see the TV show. Well, and, and I would tell people, I go, you know, his act is completely different. No, it is. No, well, you know what the thing is? The, the tonality of it wasn't. Yeah. If you would explain him before he was even famous from Full House, his act actually worked better then to me. And I'll tell you why. Because even before Full House, wouldn't you, and, and be honest, if your perception of it was different, it was a vulgar, silly Oh, yeah. So he would go, you know, he'd talk about he doesn't have any friends. And he, I remember going with my parents to watch the show, and he said, he said, do you have any friends? And then he asked if he could hang out with us. So he was, but from the stage going, is there any way I can hang out with you guys and maybe go to the mall? And I could just picture us wearing pajamas with feet. <laughs> just, but then it would be, all be really vulgar and right. then silly. It was vulgar silliness. Oh, yeah. And then, but anyway, nevertheless, he was nice. So give me, give me some other um, Robert Wall. Do you remember Dennis Miller and the story that someone told about Dennis Miller? I, I yeah, I knew Dennis Miller. I mean, it was funny because he, he never knew. We used again, you know, the other place we would sort of uh, congregate is in, you know, the front of the the place that's on top of the steps. Yeah, that was and, like, and, that's right at the top of and the. And we'd three always stories. be talking sports because there were some, you know, the New York teams or whatever, and he would be there, and he knew nothing about sports. He would just sort of throw in so, you know, a very funny little pithy line. <laughs> yeah, but he knew nothing <laughs> about sports, and so then of course, you know, they put him on Monday Night Football. Dennis Miller Jay Leno I remember hanging out Jay Leno Who by the way You know Jay Leno Was really fucking nice I'm not a fan of But uh, you know It is what it is And he was super nice And Mavis came with him And she was really nice And I spent Again Margie My wife Very impressed That I was alone In the office With Jay Leno's wife Yeah Nothing happened But you know I would always joke other people would, you know, you see these groups, oh, we do breathing exercises before we go. Meanwhile, Jay Leno would be eating a chicken wing 20 yeah. seconds before you go on stage. Go upstairs, hey, how you doing? And annihilate. Right. Oh, do yeah. you remember how he annihilated? Oh, yeah, he was, he was, he was the, the dog mother of comedy. It, he would, it was a tight fucking act. Right. No, guys and, would come in and he was the gold standard. And he waited 
10 minutes to say hello Philadelphia. He just went up, boom, ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. And let me tell you something, there's an art to that. And then he'd finally go, well, hello, Philadelphia. He didn't give them 10 minutes to erupt, to go, because he didn't milk it when he came out, just much I do, but it's my thing. Um, But he just goes right to the mic. Well, I see Nancy Reagan's in the news. Uh, You know, whatever. You know, it's good to see she beat out that conniving bitch, Mother Teresa. That was like a big open, (laughs) right? right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, once... Once unemployment hits 100%, it'll go down. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. Now I want to think of another one. Uh, oh, I see uh, Reagan cut the food for the blind today. He's like, yeah, they could see if they wanted to. <laughs> Tell them to eat ketchup as a vegetable. But anyway, so Jay Leno, of course, you have the same memory. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, Jerry Seinfeld, I barely remember. Do you at all? I remember. Because well, when it was the first few times he was there... As he was there with another act, that the rumor, you know, it was, it was this other act was not the greatest guy in the world. Well, I got along with him, but who? Wayne. Wayne Carter. Yeah. He, he somebody was. said he's up. Wayne Carter's upstairs in the office telling Jerry Seinfeld not to talk to us. We're all idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess, and then I guess what happened is there was one, there was one one show where Wayne wasn't there because usually he hosted or whatever. So Jerry walked down and he we did, he talked to everybody. He was a very nice guy. Yeah, he said. Can I tell you, like again, another guy. I'm not crazy about now. Um, but he was super. He said something, and I appreciated it. He goes, "You know how to MC a show," and it meant a lot to me because I think I hopefully I did. I knew probably a lot of stuff. Steve taught me indirectly. He would go up and go go up and when the middle act would just fucking destroy and you know give him a little time. Like now you need to. Sometimes you bring him right up. Oh, by the way, so Dennis Miller. What were we just talking about? I want to go back. I want to clean up There's every story. story about Dennis Miller. Oh, oh. So Jay Leno, after we've just established like how well he would do, the story I remember was, and that's how Dennis Miller ended up working the club, we asked him, do you ever... It's funny. We were so young. Like, yeah. even if we were polite, we had naive questions. You oh, know? Well, they are. And he was so sweet that we, we... We weren't idiots. We were smart. We knew yeah. who we was, and we knew we had to have a, a big amount of respect, but we did ask these questions, yeah. and we go, is there anybody you can't follow? Because to me... <laughs> yeah. And you know that he said... Dennis Miller. Oh, wow. He goes, you know, the weird thing is, it was a Kimmy. So really funny. He told Steve he should book him. And I get it now in hindsight, because if they love Dennis, it's such a, you know, it was a, another well-polished act. Yes. Yeah, I was saying, and that, that he was, I was saying, he, 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 I mean, I remember he probably was staying. I'm moving to L.A. We probably had that brief discussion. Yeah. Because he, but he was ready to go. Right. And, and so were you, by the way. And, and let me just say this, too, because I know you want when the acts would come, you know, Todd, I mean, it took me years to be able to perform on the weekends. But Todd had it from the get go and the acts would come from L.A. and they were all very impressed with them. And they they you know, they they were probably once said, you got to come out. You got to come. Dennis out. Dennis Miller is the one who said, yeah. you got to get out there. Yeah. And I said, there's so oh, many. Shit. I, I said, there's so many comedians out there. And he goes, he, I remember what he said. He goes, you know, there's a lot of plumbers. Yeah. But if you're good at what you do, right. you'll work. Right. He told me to drop some weight. <laughs> um, no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so Dennis Miller. Uh, uh, okay, so go, moving uh, now. Do you remember Gilbert Godfrey? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, my perception, real quick, moving on to yours. I went with friends. I thought it was hysterical. He didn't do well. Then Saturday night, I went back, and he annihilated. 
Um, but I remember being a po- different but fucking polished. What, what's your memory of the first time seeing Gilbert? Well, first of all, the fact is he was a very, very quiet guy. The, the loud voice with the, 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 the pelican, and the, that wasn't him at all. He was, I mean, he, he basically just sat there and drank water and really didn't say very much. And then he'd get on stage and he'd start with the pelican voice. And people used to call him before the comedian's comedian. When, in other words, other, I loved it, other acts would come and watch him, and he, you know, and they would just just die because he was so funny. And and I saw that too. He was he was funny. And you know, he, what kind of? Yeah, I'm saying, and, yeah, and, and because his, his, his again, his act was not what he was famous for. I mean, he did it at the end. But the other party was he did impressions of like and, yeah and he would it was very remember he'd go Nostradamus predicted all the uh, they would the Chachi would go on to yeah yeah so but not a, Fonzie yeah, yeah said, yes but Chachi yeah I, yeah he had that was most of his act it was very dry. I, rem- I remember also being things like he would get which I loved playing with the conventions of it he would go. You know when you're telling a story you go so it was uh, I was in New York it was a Thursday night or Wednesday night actually not that it matters it was a it was a Monday night. But anyway, moving on. Wait a second. It was a Thursday night. And then he would do that for three minutes. Yeah. No, you know what? It was a Thursday, but uh, oh, no. And then he would act like he was finally going to go. And he goes, anyway, I'm at the mall. And I'm a friend of mine. That, you know what, folks? It, this was a Tuesday. <laughs> it was a Tuesday. I'm so, And me and my friends... We're like, and oh, yeah. to go back Saturday, I went back Saturday with just a different friend, and then he annihilated. It was amazing to see Friday night. He just did not great. Well, yeah. Well, he was. He, you know, there were certain. You know, talking about comedy. You know, one thing with Steve is sometimes I remember we used to talk about sort of the business of booking the acts, mm-hmm. and there were some acts he couldn't book. He didn't want. They would Larry David. He would never book him. Because he could eat it, he couldn't do four consistent shows. As a matter of fact, nobody was booking him. Although he, he had well, talent. that that was a Larry that that at least doesn't rep, that doesn't really reflect Steve Young. It reflects more Larry David because he had right. that trouble. Because right. the comedy works was probably in Steve, the one of the cooler places you could right. go, even if you were right. different. Look at the act Steve booked. And you right. know what? Well, that's what I'm saying. We used to talk. He says, and 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 he would mention some of the names, and also said it also became a big business. Very quickly, because they were like bidding on acts. Because I re- I remember we, what was it, Chris Chris Coach and he he loved Pee Wee Herman and he was always saying Steve you got to book Pee Wee Herman you got to book Pee and he would say I can't there's a bidding he can't afford him and and he told us what he had to do and and that, and that was interesting too, um, because and I don't think most people so Pee Wee Herman was doing comedy clubs then, I think he was out he was just too big, I mean he yeah. may have been doing it but he he, he said, I couldn't I could not do it. Because he would, you know, if you think back on it, and of course I've, I've talked about Steve Young before, but the more you, when you get into specifics of it, I, I have a thought now as far as being an eclectic, uh, a, a, you know, an array of different type of comedians, uh, uh, you know, sex, color, really was very, uh, well, you know, diverse. And I'm probably saying it wrong, but you get what I'm saying now, what a lot of clubs are even complaining they have to do. Back, back in 82, like... He, there were women comedians that oh, came yeah. in. Now there weren't as many women right. comedians, but like he was booking more than anybody else. Oh yeah, I'm saying, but yeah, you're right. No, there were there were there were a lot, and they've gone. I mean, 
Rita Rudner. Fuck Rita Rudner. What she did to us. Fuck her. Fuck oh, shit. Rita Rudner. <laughs> Fuck Rita Rudner. Fuck Rita Rudner. Fuck Rita Rudner. I'm just kidding. If Rita, you're great. <laughs> now she tried to touch my junk. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, she yeah. came right over. She goes, let me get into that junk. She goes, oh, a 17-year-old like you. She goes, I get you got a real big bagel under your pants. That would make me uncomfortable. Now, I was alone with her several times, and she said <laughs> nothing. Well, with me, she would always stick my... I would go, Rita, can I get you anything? Maybe... Could I get you a ride back to the hotel? She'd be like, you can get me, uh, you get me my hand in your pants. Oh, shit! Oh, shit! All right, listen, I got enough to do. So, going back... You know what I like she to do? She never said a thing to me. <laughs> we go back and forth. It's like if it was like a movie of absurdity in my room. Let me stick your hand down right. your pants. She goes, eh, she never said a thing right, to right. me. Right, right. You cut the miss me and her silent. <laughs> <laughs> Remember what I said about this show? How we know I know what to do when you redirect and you. It's. I know what I'm doing, everybody. Don't doubt me for a second. Shh. People at home. People at home, this is to you. You're the sunshine but you know, of my. You bring. It's funny with the music that you're playing because the you know the things you learned from there. One thing was the music, because like some clubs you, I'd go to, you know, out out of town, and they'd have like oldies on, or there's something people like to listen to, but it was just music, but. What the comedy works did, and I started trying to do it at other places have where the, I perform. I, I have have the crazy lollipop, you know, have funny songs or a piano player or a piano, or something that's go, that was going to get them to start listening. To can I tell you something, Mitch? I'm yeah. glad that you have that specific memory because sure, I always say this: every club is trying to play the music that they think will make it a good show. It's just where the disagreement comes in. Right. So it reminds me of something my friend Daniel Kino has said, you have to sell your opinions. It's easier to get people to switch the type of music they play if they're 
going to be pliable at all. And I agree with what you just said. They, there might be 30 ways you can do it right. There's not just one way to play the right music. But if this, my perception is right, it's music that gets them ready to listen. Not, it's music. Someone once said most comedy is jazz, not rock and not. It's like, it's it can be even if it's, if most of it's meaning get them ready to listen. That's why when they had that piano player back then, like that's everything that I'm. I maybe that influenced me because Myron Young came up from a theater background. There must be some of that that influenced the way they ran a comedy club, which was not the norm. Would you agree? Yes, yes, I would. Yes, I would because that was they get they get them right. Don't have on oldies. They, you know, you're not, they're not there at a bar. You want them to listen. Listen, you want so them you to put in like lollipop, like you know, just and also be able to talk. Right. Play music. Let them hear happy music in the background or the piano. To yeah. me, nothing gets an audience right. more ready to right. listen. And, of course, <laughs> play it at ear-piercing levels. So they get ready to listen, and they're... No, they didn't play it at ear-piercing levels. They didn't want it, but they played it loud enough where people weren't talking. So, in other words, by no, the time I thought the you show- wanted people to talk. It's before the show. No, you wanted them to not talk. Because what happens well, is I they're, don't, I don't they're know talking, 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 and then... It gets them in the mood to stop talking. Well, you can, but didn't they do that? See, you might have it. It's funny. I love uh, no. By the way, let me be very clear. Nor my memory or your me- my memory is not right. Sometimes when I go, no, Mitch, this is the way it happened. Of course, I'm like, I could be wrong half the time. Who knows? So don't ever think I'm being right. combative in a way like, no, here's the way it really was. Right. I love hearing that. You because know, I, your version. I thought you were the one. I I thought you agreed. I thought you. Came I agree. No, idea. well, it's a little different. My memory of at least what I think's right now, maybe back then is play music that they haven't heard in their car. That I got from Brian Regan. It just makes it special. Oh, yeah. Play, put thought into it um, that they didn't hear in their car. There's 30 ways you could go with that and do it right, and music that gets them ready to listen, meaning it's it, it shouldn't be loud. It should be like, get them, get them down, and let them be able to talk. Make it like a speakeasy. Some people are sitting in a comedy club, some of them, for an hour if they're the first ones there, Make it the most swanky, sexy atmosphere. The whole room should be blue. And if even if it's just pre-recorded music, that's great. Let alone it being a real piano player. That ups the, the training the audience in ways that is un. Blah 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 And you know these clubs, well, maybe, and they just uh, you know well they do they go on. You know maybe the way to do it is you start out. Letting them talk, and then you keep raising well, the level up. No, I'll tell you what and they the did, last Mitch. Ten minutes, you say, "Listen," because you don't want to say, "Shut up, don't talk." You're not far off, but but I think it's here's when I think they did exactly what you're talking about. So they would come on out of nowhere, and the music would be played. I remember, so people, you yeah. know, it was loud and they enjoyed it, but they could talk too. Right. And then all of a sudden, when it's time for showtime, they would blink the lights, which. Think back, like, who does that? But yeah, Mike will blink the lights on the side because Myron Young, probably theater background. That's a great aesthetic to make a club seem jazzy as in yeah. cool and, and hip, the blinking of the lights. And they did it. And then they would play that song. Do you remember the song? Something familiar? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Loud. That thing. Then it was loud. It was right. like the lights went out and comedy tonight blackout. And then they would follow sometimes the performer because there wasn't a green room. Sometimes they'd come down the hallway with a spotlight, a pin spot on a big proje- through the audience, through the chairs, all the way up to the right. stage. Yeah. So it was a, it was 
I sat there as a 16-year-old, and that level of of showmanship on basically just a, at the end of it was a stand-up yeah. comedy show with yeah. with beautiful polish around it. Oh yeah, no, it was you know I it, the first time I ever went to a club because they there were what happened was the rule was that if you were you know an open mic person they saw you a few times you can come on the weekends and watch the show. Yeah. And I had no life. I said I was twenty years. I had no life. I know. So <laughs> I said you know I'll drive down there. I'll see what's going. And at the time the place at the city had started changing. The place was a mob scene. The whole neighborhood. So I went down there and I'm watching and and I came in the middle and I said this is this is because I never seen a real comedy show. Why I think when I was a little kid, sometimes my parents would take me to Valley Forge or the Latin Casino or something. Yeah. I said this is like that, just smaller, but it was that good. It was. We, there were a lot of good acts. Yeah. Like most of the time, you. Like the show. Yeah. I mean, look, but look at the comedians. So rattling through as many as you can, we can repeat some that were already big. I mean, you were there when Eddie Murphy played there, right? I, he played there just before I started getting there. Right. But and he was already on SNL. Right. But he was, but Tony, Tony Molino and him hung out and he was, and he told you, yeah, because Eddie, we'd stand right here next to me and I'm like in the corner and they, they, whatever. He you tried know. to touch my shit. <laughs> no, I'm not joking around. He got his hand down my pants, trying to touch my well, junk. Well, maybe you should just tell no. us the people. I was young. I was maybe hot. Maybe you should just tell us people that didn't do it. Oh, right? shit. Oh, shit. Okay, Wayne Cotter. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, anyway, shit. Let's oh, just start naming. So, uh, Tony Zuper, she was. Uh, she did the open mic night scene. Right. Uh, uh, do you remember Glenn Hirsch? Yes, I remember. He him. was a super nice guy. He was Do a you nice remember guy. any jokes from Glenn Hirsch? Oh yes, I do. I just I remember one. He goes, everybody, uh, everybody in my school had you know had a short name. Stephen was Stevie. Robert was Robbie. I was Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Hush, people were called. Yeah. He goes, it's Hirsch. They go, okay, Glenn Hirsch. He goes, look, if you're gonna get it wrong, get it right. I don't remember. The, yeah. I don't even know that if I explained that joke up to that point, I didn't. But I remember the punchline was, hey, if you're gonna get it wrong, get it right. Fucking, he was a sweet guy. He was. Um. Jeff DeHart. Jeff DeHart. He was okay. He was a little bit of a... Uh, yeah, you know who was a nice guy? And and because and, I had a... With Jeff DeHart? Jeff DeHart was okay, but there was someone else. David Say. <laughs> no, David Say was strange. He but, would just stand on stage and go, I sort of get it now, I have to be honest, because we didn't have a... I need a monitor. I, I'm, I'm sore by the end of the week. I need a monitor. But we didn't have a stage monitor. He would always stand on stage and go... Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hey, guys, can you give me more? Hello, hello, hello. Meanwhile, there's a show, and I'm up in a sound booth. I'm 17, afraid I'm going to get fired because David says he's not doing his act. He's just on stage, right? Yes. Hello, hello, hello. 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 I'm getting sevens here. Yeah, hello, hello. I should be getting tens. You're making me get sevens. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. I don't know what he wants me to do. I, yeah, I'm just touching knobs. Right, I'm and, fucking. Where's Mike? Where's right. Mike, the real sound guy? I'm just up here to tell the crowd yeah, to be no, quiet. Yeah, yeah, no, just, yeah. Okay, I could so David sevens. You're making me do right. sevens. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Goes, hello. If you did it right, I'd be getting tens. I'd right, right. Sevens. <laughs> and he was right. He was. In right. hindsight, he was right. You need a goddamn monitor. No, they later they put one in. They, they did put one they in. They didn't know how to work it, but they did put it in. <laughs> Before my time, this is little things that. Hey, it's complimentary towards Steve. <laughs> Some stuff you don't realize back then, it means nothing to you. But I know what it's like to go into a club that does things a certain way and tell them with some 
professional, you know, with some you sell your opinions and some do it and some don't. And you know you have something to offer because you know me, let's say me, when I tour around to these clubs, all I'm doing is usually coming up with some things, but mostly watching clubs that do it great and then sharing that with another club. Right. The brilliant clubs, they take it. They're like, oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. It's I'm not making it up. I'm not acting like I'm a scientist. I'm like, hey, you know how they make the opening announcement? It changed my idea because I was in San Francisco at the punchline and I've changed mm -hmm. it. doesn't matter what it is. So you just, tr you know. So um, some clubs don't always meet it with. Uh, right. No, you're right. And, and this is another thing that Steve did. He This does not have to be the story. But if my, my memory is correct, Kip Adada told him because <laughs> they had the long tables up front that would seat like five on one side, five on another. And Kip Adada said, put couples up front. They're on their best behavior. That's a solid piece of clean advice that could change a room. Oh, shit! Oh, shit. <laughs> in a big way. And guess what? They switched it. They did. I remember. He, that doesn't. The story could be, yeah, like most club owners, yeah, they're not switching it. But maybe he heard that made sense. Easier. The people you want to get to should be on their best behavior. That way, if anyone's heckling, they're back here. And, you know, you, the, you have the, all the people surrounding the stage. You cut the, the odds of self-entitlement down tremendously when you, at least at most, maybe there's a four close to the front. A lot of twos, a lot of fours. You don't want a group of six no. in the front, near, near the front because no you might have to get to them. Wow. So, I'll try to work them in. But uh, but uh, what I said before, Bobcat started telling me his favorite act that I never heard of. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so na name some others like they're, they're weird. Like like uh, do you remember who uh, Jeff DeHart did his impersonation of? Rod Serling. Yeah, he had a lot of made up stories. I was on a plane and uh, and I saw uh, this guy. <laughs> He what? was in first class, Ted Knight. I'd walk by, went, hi, Mary. No, he tried to tear up my SAG card. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, but go ahead. I was thinking about Jeff DeHart. He would tell a joke. This wasn't Who? part of the joke. Jeff DeHart. Mm -hmm. And he would say, I was on a plane with this guy, Mike Binder. And I don't even remember yeah, what the joke was. And now this guy, Mike Binder, he's come out here. And now he's, he's pretty. He, he's big. He directs movies. And we'll watch these movies that are not very but, but funny. But back then. They, they're not they're not supposed to be funny they're right. pretty serious right. and I'm watching them with my wife again and, and he comes on the screen and I just go Mike Binder yeah. I, well, why would Jeff DeHart mention Mike Binder back then because Mike Binder wasn't even famous I don't but know. I totally remember that he go yeah I'm with my friend Mike Binder right and it, it just and you know, and again you know I said he he, he was going to direct him very intense oh he's had a great he's yeah, had a very successful he follows yeah. me on Twitter watch your fucking mouth not, they're <laughs> great intense movies all right then they are uh, but of course, all I can think about, and then he Binder, he stars it. in him, and he's in, <laughs> and so he walks, and it's a very serious movie. He made that serious movie with Adam Sandler and some, and one with Kevin Costner. They're very serious movies, and he has sort of a part. And every time he walks in, of course, you know, I'm watching it on TV, you know, with the wife, and I, I Mike Binder, Mike Binder. <laughs> He goes, I'm on stage. Where does he say Mike Binder in his act? He's I talking about no, getting on the plane he, or he something on the plane. I have no idea. Mike I Binder. Just, I just remember. Mike and then cut Binder. to. Hello hello hello. 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 Hello h
Imagine yeah, being 18 yeah. years old in a booth. We were all petrified. David stays on stage. The show's not going on. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Sevens. I need seven. Hello. Give me two sevens. Hello. I need ten. Sevens. I'm hello. doing sevens. I'm only hello. doing hello. sevens. <laughs> David say he would have his wife like in the car. Right, his wife. Was that kid. true? And his kid, they were like, why do I remember them being in the car right, while he because, was performing? He drove. Because they were going to leave right after right, the show. They left, all right? Because apparently he had been on the Tonight Show, and I'd seen him on the Tonight thirteen show. times. Thirteen by but, that point, thirteen times right, on the Tonight well, Show. Right, and he had, no one knew who the hell he was. Right, because oh shit, he, oh. he did his, he did it, he did all his material. He never wrote anything he new. Right, he had the same act every time for like seven years. And that's word never, for word. Right, and that's why he never went back freeze, to Freeze, freeze, freeze. Yeah, freeze, freeze, freeze. And you know, he would get to that last act. If you gave him the light, my perception of was it his last joke was about when you're in the line at the grocery store, it's like the price is right when you have don't have enough money and you're like, you know, hold the Freeze, freeze. Right, right. You know, whatever. So he would be like, he could be talking about weddings. He'd be like, you know, weddings are expensive. You know, so are, so is like when you're at the grocery store. <laughs> he would get into it with, like, he would sometimes, you know, just boom. But that was the bit. I don't. But, but freeze, freeze, freeze. Right. He had no energy. How did he? Clo- <laughs> how did he close? Show you. Let's yeah. do these. Do right now with me. It's half silly, half serious. What they saw for 45 minutes will mimic the energy. We don't even have to say the words, just our, eh, you know, his tone of his voice. So yeah. me and you will both be like, here's David say for 45 minutes. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. You I walk in, right? That's cool. Right? Okay. Who's that for, right? Yeah, pile bin two. I'm getting seven. How did you know exactly what I wanted you to do? But we weren't, we were just not truth. That's my safe word. Of course, we weren't doing the words. We know that wasn't the point. The tonality of it was we were not exaggerating. No. 45 minutes of. Okay, bin two. Everything. Freeze, 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 freeze. This is my closer. Freeze, freeze, freeze. My wife and kids are in the car. Yeah, he never wrote a new bit. Hello, hello, hello. That wasn't him. Was that him? Yeah, that was him. Yeah, hello. Oh, and then he, that was him at his best. Here's him at his best. At his worst, he's, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Yeah, he was obsessed with sound. No, he was right. He was right. I'm not I, even joking around. He was, but I maybe guess... Maybe he was wrong, but maybe no, he was I, right. I, 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 he, you know what? He, he probably was right. Was, he was probably wrong. Oh, maybe he was wrong, too. No, wrong, 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 wrong. You remember your car? I wanted. I was so. I was already so bossy back then to be telling yeah. you... Don't sell it, paint it. What? Oh yeah. You, you had a. What did you have? Oh, uh, what was it? It, it was like a Chevy. Oh yeah. I'm like, no, we'll get it repainted. I know a guy. Uh, yeah, and I remember we went. And we we. I got you a guys. price. I thought. You got a price now, and then I just the got. Leather inside. Right. Oh, what the heck was? Do that? you have a guy Grand now? Grand Prix. Grand Prix. It was a, a Grand, Grand Prix. Prix. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I just got. A what new did car. you say, Aristotle? Do you have a guy now? Yes. Oh yeah, he's. Got I a do Lucy's auto body because I do. I was like, I should. I should redo this. Can I tell you? Let me see your car. I'm very good. What what kind of car do you have? Prius. I have a Prius. 
on the way it's not even about the color it's about the damage the sun damage let me see let me see yeah todd is great he's always they can buff out more than you think yeah, now he knows everything there is to know about making I a deal with somehow, a I somehow I get it. I don't mean to play myself as a tough, he can't a tough do this. guy. He can't I can't do, do it. Stuff. I can't do it. But, but I know he can, he can talk. I know how to, to talk to people. He knows how to talk people. <laughs> <laughs> the Todd Glass Show is professional, so it's time to come to commercial. Oh, what's going on? May I help you? <laughs> I met a girl who told me she's a dancer. This a is a prettier girl. This is a special show. I score it beautifully. I went to the theater to see her. What a shock when I opened up the door. As we go in for the clothes, she was dancing the bump, bump, bumpity bump. The audience this was the belly was dancers downstairs, wide. remember? True story, true. She looked at they had me belly dancers downstairs. And threw me a kiss as I came stumbling down the aisle with every bump, bump, bumpity bump. My heart wow. stopped. Bumpity bump, ba-dum-ba-dum, ba-dum, 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 bump, ba-dum, ba-dum, bump, ba-dum, bump, bumpity, 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 bump. By the way, the new show that I'm on, Ten Year Old Tom, just got picked up for season two. Sure. Ten Year Old Tom got season two. Do da, do da. Ten Year Old Tom got season two. All the do da day. Principal Todd Glass, top build in this class. Ten-year-old Tom got season two. Oh, the do not day. Bing, ba ding, bing, bing, bang, ba dang, gong, gong. Bing, 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 da da ding, 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 da da ding, 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 ding. Bum, ba dum, bum, bum. So, I'm like at this point twenty. 23, 20, 24, 23 maybe, 22, 23, right in that area. And Mitch decides, I know him from the comedy scene. Then I have also these other friends that I've made and went in at, at, out of Smokey Joe's Bar, like getting to be like my college years. You know, I met all these fun, cool people, you know, and they would come to my shows and I felt like, oh, that's how I wanted to be in high school. Like, just hanging out with the cool kids. And... um Mitch was my comedy, back at the Comedy Works Friends. But they loved Mitch Goldman. They met Mitch. And, like, Mitch, I'm like, I, I felt like he was, like, my, like, I had to, like, go, hey, my friend Mitch, you know, he, he's a little crazy, but, you you know, you'll. they loved Mitch. They loved him. He would, so, anyway, so, Mitch decided, he goes, I'm going to follow you guys around. He goes, you guys, have, we intrigued him, he said, the, the group of us. So, you kept to it. And if you did this more than once, you I won't get in your way. But remember, you would follow oh, us yeah. around bar to bar right. oh, yeah. with a notepad. Right. And it, it, when, well, what's what? interesting about these guys, there's, there's, I think, three guys that lived together and then they had a bunch of other friends. There was like, you're right. There was like four or five. We were together always. Right. Harrison. Harrison. John McFadden. Merrick Rhodes. Right. Me. And then there was like seven other ensemble right. cast. Right. And when it was, they apparently went to 
Villanova University. Mm-hmm. Never went to class. Never. I never saw them read a book. They never taught. Not, not, all, the, all, every night they were at Smokey Joe's. And I think, um, and then there was that that football guy, AJ Sebastian. Right, yeah, Uncle AJ. Right, he and, used to host karaoke night. Right, right karaoke, and and they he go was to, a good, f- fucking looking guy. Yeah, and nice and sweet. Yes, he was. Oh he, shit! Oh shit! Yeah, no, he, and he was. Uh, uh, yeah, he was, and, and even though he was like an all American football guy, he probably was a little small. To ever make in the NFL, but he was, but he was good. A, big enough to cur- host karaoke. Oh yeah, you would go up at the end of the night. I don't know why. Whatever we were doing, you would get on the PA system and you go, "Good night, Uncle AJ Sebastian Alley." Oh, because I developed good. this part of the, my act, which I would love to do again. I haven't. I apparently I just do this thing where I I I, I played my little nephew before I actually had real ones, and I, I and I and I and I'd start to. Sing, you know, some weird stuff, and then I'd say I'm gonna sing, uh, I think something from the Blues Brothers, and then we put the tape on, and I come out, and I had the sunglasses. At the on end of the at college bar yeah. with people that were probably 18, 19, yeah. and you, but but then you would just say, and then after that song, you would say goodbye, member, because right. then I like, say right, good night, Uncle AJ, yeah, yeah. good night, Uncle T Pop, good night, Merrick Rose, good night. You would say good night to you knew right. like 30, 40 people's names, right. And, but they all and, they, and I'm like, oh my god, like they like Mitch, like I'm yeah, safe from, here, like I, they thought. Right. And you I, followed us around, like you have the notes you said. Yeah, I still have them. I still have them no, because what I, it was, it was, and I would have done something. I have, but I also, you know, these guys it was mostly guys, and they, they, they were, you know, always at a bar, always doing stuff with women, and I just sort of not just, me, not you, no. But these guys, and and they would, and I, oh, and I, shit. I would come with a little notepad. I usually, I think I had to work during the day, so oftentimes I was in a suit or anything. And I'd say, you know, and they were, they would you be ignore talk, me. You'd say ignore right, they just just act as you would normally, and you know, and they'd be talking to these women, and and of course, I said, we you know, we did the old thing, I, just act as if I'm not even here, you know. And then they talk, yeah. and, I, and then I'd start to interrupt. I go, could, could, oh could, right, could. right. That was the joke. You go. Oh, I don't. And I normally. Is there any way? But you know. Also, they could. They. They weren't. I think the reason I was friends with them is because they weren't as much as you say talk to women. You make it look like. I mean, they they hooked up a lot, but they weren't. They also didn't hook up a lot. That's why we hung out and became really good friends. Well, because well, you had me there ruining everything. For believe me, I didn't want to be. I made. I saw this one girl. She was walking down Lancaster Avenue right in front of Villanova. I could tell she was just gorgeous. And I decided to act like that. I go, oh, I talked about her all the time. Then someone goes, you know her name? Because my friend, I go, oh, I saw her walking with Merrick Rhodes. He goes, oh, that was blah, blah, blah. I don't remember the name. He goes, yeah, she's. Then one night I'm at a bar. They go, Todd, you know that? She actually likes you. Like, you know, some level of, yeah, like she, I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, God, I'm, you know what I did? I went to plan B, that was drink until I was so drunk, no one would want to be, oh, I'm glad I'm not with that guy. I think there was one of those girls that sort of liked me, too, when I was, I was just afraid of girls, still am, especially after you're married, and I, and I think she liked this other guy, and I just. Sort of pushed her to the other guy, and I didn't want. I was afraid. One girl said I hooked up with her. I was like, "Thank God, <laughs> I didn't fight that story. Uh, I needed that." Wrong. I <laughs>
Yeah, it's true. I don't want to say her name, but she goes, yeah, she told somebody else. She goes, they said, she said you and her hooked up. I go, I go, well, I, I can't deny this, even though it never fucking happened. Trust me, there's no goddamn way. But uh, anyway, I don't want to say her name. But anyway, um, so you follow me. We did it. We did it. We did it. A lot of people. We got a lot of calls today that said they didn't think we'd make it to an hour and 34 minutes. So you followed us around three or four times. Yeah, no, and you yeah, would interrupt. Was, that's the right, thing. Right, that was the thing. I was saying, no, just, just act. Oh, I don't mean to. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me no, if no, I don't. I just want to find out one thing. <laughs> because, like, when and you, you would say, overtake the notes. Right. Like, you would be like, oh, it, now, did you say this? Right. Right. And, right. and what happens is the guys were in on it, and a lot of the women were not. And they were like, like, you made like, it sound like we were at a brothel. I mean, there were girls that hung out, but a lot of them were really cool girls right. so, that no, they would hook up. Like, a lot of guys, they would hook up with. The girls they hooked up with were cool girls. Yeah, like, I remember a lot of them. Some of them got it, and some of them didn't. Me. Uh, oh, I was so Some of them got it. And some, some, but it wasn't always. It wasn't just just with women. It was They were doing other stuff, too, like just drinking all the time. Well, yeah, they... We we did we uh there there was a group of people uh, uh, Conrad uh John uh, Conrad yeah yeah John uh, John uh, we called him John oh John Kirkwood we called him seven because he was seven on our phone um uh, there was a group of people like uh, like Fitz uh, Mike Mike Fitzy um uh, John McFadden John who McFad played guitar right so he was very like on the main line he would play in these places and it was packed. Yeah, yeah, he was. To see John McFadden. Right. Was he, he was a born-again Christian. No. Shh. <laughs> How dare you talk low of him like that. He wasn't a born-again Christian. He was just very religious. I guess. Well, for his mom. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, all right. well, that makes sense. That's funny nope. you remember that. Yeah. Remember what type of car he had? Oh, yes. Oh, it was like a Corvette or something. But so you remember? He had, he, had a, he had a Camaro, and then he bought a BMW with a retractable roof. <laughs> Yeah, He's eight eighty four. Yeah. No. Yeah. He. No. I do remember that he was sort of known. He made a lot of fucking money yeah. back then. I because yeah. he knew how. He had a guitar and he fucking played it, and he brought in his own sound system. And he was smart because he started making money at this place that he would just install an amp and the speakers. It's not worth it to to, to every week to regret having to come in. So he was smart to do that, and he would just install it, and then a spotlight, and Maybe it cost him back then thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars, but he would play and he would get the door. Right, right. Back I've, then, like, yeah. so he would make like fifteen hundred dollars right. on a Tuesday night. No, he was very. No, people loved him. I remember we went to a few, and and the place was packed. He had a cordless guitar, so he right. could go around the room and a mic. Right. So he'd go around the room and stand on the bar, and he would like fucking do a show, all cover songs, but he played the fuck out of it. Yeah, no, he was very good, and he and he did. Yeah, he had he had something like we actually. We, you you would see him sort of at the end of the night because he was always performing. Yeah, and we had a deal that we if we saw each other, if he came to my show, I'd mention him five or six times, <laughs> and then he had to mention me. Like I go, please, if I get into the bar, Todd Glass, just thank you, yeah. thank you. That's one. I used to count them down. My friends would go, that's one, two. He goes three, that's five. I'd give him fifteen sometimes. John McFadden, folks, you don't know who he is, but it's a big deal to me. <laughs> that's what I used to do. But um, anyway. So that was it. And you have those notes. Boy, bring them down. <laughs> uh, is there any other areas that you're like, like I remember coming to your place once. Remember your house. I loved your house. Oh. Because you had an English tutor. 
Yeah, it was. I yeah. perceived you. I was like, they're rich. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> my, well, I think my father was, and uh, and, he, and you know, he, I always appreciated that he. I mean, he grew up in poverty, and we lived in this big house. We yeah, you had nice. It was an English tutor in what was that area called? Uh, Marion. Marion. It was like, like it was like it was it was it, it had a lot of soul too. I mean, it was probably a home from the 1900s yeah. with the the English tutor and the stone, and inside had a lot. I remember that front little bathroom. I'm like, I walked in there. I'm like, look what they did. When you have money, you take this little nothing area and you make it look really cool. Because now you have like six of those things in your house right now. Listen, the way I live <laughs> is like a millionaire. <laughs> I mean, I can't. No, that w- I knew that. I knew that that was a nice house, and yeah. it was a nice house. It was a nice. House. I stayed over. That's right. You did. I stayed over. That's right. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's right. And then I remember staying you when you were going to law school. I remember going up there with Chris Kosha. And we stayed at your place. Oh yeah, it was I so much this. fun. We did whatever yeah. we wanted. Well, that, that that's that was <laughs> you know it's fun. I made friends like you know the lifelong friends. You know the a lot of them are out here. I never have seen, but I know they're out here. You know guys we started with and. I perform now, you know, because I've done it on and off. And, you, and you're here. still, and you're law, uh, you you do law, but I was trying to explain last week. Yeah. But you still, you live in Orange County now, right? Yeah. And you go up, you find places to yeah. go up and oh, do yeah. stand up. Yeah. Um, I have, of course, the, the pandemic has ruined everything, and no, and it I, didn't. There's no <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Good drop, Aristotle. Don't be shy. Go heavy on the drops the rest of the show. But we'll, doesn't mean we're going to comment, but we'll navigate around them. But yeah. don't be shy with the drops. Um, so uh, uh, finish off. I'm sorry. You were saying. So, so whatever. So I, I perform now. And, and, right. And, you know, every, the, the, of course, the prize I did, I do work as an attorney during the day. Seems whenever I really want to get to the laugh factory and or when I, something happens with work and, and I can't really push it. But the funny thing is, I, I haven't made any friends. Um, well, I, do, doing it out here. I mean, the closest I have a, a friend is, is is a Haitian guy named uh, Haiti. Why do you have to mention his name? Oh. Um, notice he, that he can use a break. Right he thing. can use a break. Yeah. I guess. Uh, but back then, we met some really nice people. Like our my life was great because I felt like, and I'm right in hindsight, there were like there was a big group of us that really. Like you know, like Jay Reisman. Right. Like Jay was cranky then, but right. we love Jay, but and if, Jay was but part he was of the group. Lovable. He was and, curmudgeon, right? And Chris and Chris uh, Chris Kosha, right? And you and I remember even acts like even at the Factor Outlet, which there was a <laughs> funny rivalry. Yeah, the rival. But even those act like whenever I saw, you know, Jet Rink, he was right. not Jet Rink. Um, Chris, uh, a George Sharp. George Sharp. You know, he yeah. was a factor outlet guy. He right, was both, no. maybe. He yeah, was no, nice. George Dennis was Johnson nice. was like when Dennis I saw Johnson, him, he was no, nice George, to me. George was an inspiration. I mean, he he had some talent. Remember when I, he used to go, My mom has a great ability that whenever <laughs> I'm gonna take a shower, she turns everything on in the house. Uh, but uh, I guess I, what happened like uh, con- he had a, a apparently a drug problem and basically He did? He said his mom said if she ever caught him doing coke, she would rub his nose in it. That's what George <laughs> Sharp. That's what George Sharp was one of his jokes. If my mom ever, uh, he, he, anyway, someone he used, sold me that joke. That's a true story. I bought t- two stolen jokes. I bought others that weren't stolen, but two times someone I bought this joke, and then later I see someone. I'm like, wait a second, I just bought a stolen joke, and then I, and then I f- stole a few of my own. Right. 
Well, I, just, I was immature. Just, right. I just give you mine. That's you did Denny's. You ever go in the Denny's at night? They go, they go, they go, uh, a, a build a breakfast special only available at, at Denny's. Denny's. Where, well, where, where are we going to go? The Sears Hardware you're gonna Store? You're going to go to the Sears Hardware Store? Hey, Denny's here? Do you have the Denny's build a breakfast okay, special? No, it's only at Denny's. It says it in the menu. Right. I, I, you let me do that joke. Right. And then there's the grape nuts joke, which still works. The slush? Um, She's as pure as the. No, no, no. Don't it, say it, that one. No, no, no. It's the grape nuts. It does taste like grapes. The grape nuts. Wait, go give it in its entirety. It does taste like grapes. I went to the store. You're on stage now. They still have. Yeah. So I went to the store, and, they, and they, it's amazing some of the products they still have. They still have grape nuts. Did you ever, ever have this stuff? It doesn't taste like grapes. It doesn't taste like nuts. It tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you can't put that in my box. Thank <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, you. <laughs> <laughs> she can't put that I've been telling that joke for 40 years, and it's still <laughs> It's still funny. funny. You're right. Hey, it doesn't do you. Give it to me again. Give it to me again. Okay. Good. So anyway, so now I'm, I'm shopping, and it's amazing. Some of the products they still have around, like like the cereal grape nuts. You ever try this stuff? does taste like grapes. does taste like nuts. It tastes like shit. But I guess you can't put that in a box. Right? <laughs> Thank you. Ten-year-old Tom got season two. Do da Wow, it's a real show. Ten-year-old Tom got season two. Oh, do da day. Principal Todd Glass first built in this cast. Ten-year-old Tom got season two. Oh, the do da do. Ba ba da ba ba. Ba da ba ba. Ba 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 da da ba 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 da da. Okay, so you have to know when, the, you know, Todd's the top guy, he's sort of the dog mother here, and so you have to sort of let him, you know, sing, and, you know, and then when he wants you to join in, he'll let you, he'll let you know. <laughs> Mitch, so hold on, there's more things, I got time with you still. <laughs> um, do you, is there anything that I just, like, you remember meeting my like, did you meet my parents? Of course I did. It. I know you did. I mean, like, when? I'm sorry. Oh, I'll tell you, like, was, how was, was your memory that of that? Time, the, the thing about your parents, I don't know if I should be... Did it. you meet my dad? Yes, I did you meet You did him. when? Yeah, I think I met him at the Commerce. He was on the stairs, and I, I forget what his first name was. I used Paul. To be, Paul. And he goes, he goes, you can call me Paul. My friends call me Mr. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my, my friend goes, Mr. Glass, Mr. Glass. My friend Doug Doyle, my dad goes, all right, relax, son. What are you looking for, a handout? <laughs> No, he was he was a fun, he was a funny guy. And then when he unexpectedly passed away, you would oh god you, you were you you were getting ready to move to L.A. and then he passed away just a few weeks before you had to leave, and you left. And then well, don't I, make it sound so cold. Right. Well, no, no. She told you to leave everybody, and then there was the other thing with, with your other brother who was around, and and I remember I basically for you know that year I sort of took care of her. For, uh, for a number of months. My about mom. A year. Yeah, about a year. They, you uh, were really nice. And yeah. can I tell you something that I think you, you, I remember specifically that we had a memorial at my house. It was two days after he died. It was yeah. my birthday because he died on the 14th right. and my birthday was on the 16th. And I was like, tell my mom, don't worry about it. You know, and so, so it's like we had it on my birthday. And I remember one thing, my sister-in-law coming up to me at my birth, she goes, can I wish you a happy birthday? Which I'm like, oh, like that's so sweet. And uh, you came, I remember not knowing 
like, you know, going to see you. And I, you know, you, I'm thinking you don't know what to fucking say. You don't know. To be honest with you, I forget what you said, but I'll remember. But you might remember. And all I remember is you coming into the front door. And what did you say to me? Do you remember? I think it was something very serious. No, you made a joke. I made a joke. I know. I thought, I thought I was serious. And either. Oh, you... and I go, you're right. And I go, Mitch, relax. Oh, you're right. So you said you didn't know what to do. You didn't make a joke. No. And what did I say to you? And you said something. On, you know, you sort of chilled me out. You know, you know, because I, I mean, I think I mean I remember coming. Out, I mean, I. I, it was a very grim situation. Seeing you not be able to make a joke or not to be you. You know what's so funny? I, I remember now. For some reason, I thought it was you, but I, you you were just genuine. And I said something to the effect, Mitch, it's not all right. It's not like, you know, it's my dad's dead. It's not like it's the end of the world <laughs> or something. Oh, <laughs> that makes this show good. That Without was, that, I'm just rambling on and on and on and on. That was, that was a oh, good one. Um, yes. Yeah, so you came and uh, you came and uh, so my family knew you very well. Like yeah. everyone I know, like it's funny people in my life because even though we might go a few years without seeing each other, it's a constant. Like I asked my ex ex, I'm like, you know, like of Mitch Goldman because I was telling him who's on the show. And I goes, yeah, yeah, of course, you know, because, uh, uh, but. Uh, you came, and I also remember the Smokey Joes. It was weird because to me, like I said, you were like my comedy friend, but then people on the Smokey Joes side, they it's funny how they Harrison loved you. Yeah, no, then he had that, that bar. And, yeah. And then I, you know, I used to go there and what have you. And, and but no, your absurdity, like it was like part of like this <laughs> picture Cheers, but it's called Smokey Joes and it's a college bar. Right. Yeah. And then you would come in there and. Right. And then, uh, and then be this character that would right. just go on the mic at the end of the night yeah. and just yeah. talk. Yeah, no, but they, I mean, there were probably people that say, yeah, how, how come you didn't say, how come I'm not your uncle? How come I'm not your aunt? <laughs> uncle yeah, Sebastian. How come I'm not, right, uncle T. Uncle, Pop. Right, everybody was my, everybody was, yeah. Uncle, uncle Sebastian AJ, Allen. Uncle, yeah. Wow, he had, he was like, yeah. He was like disturbingly uh, handsome. And meanwhile, I would have to I, go up to him and go, "What a pussy here tonight!" Well, you, you know, you know, fresh hot pussy. <laughs> I, you know, that was also when I met your cousin Sammy Sheldon. Oh, did we hang out at Smokey Joe's? I brought everybody to Smokey Joe's. Right. My my parents had a dinner. They had a fireplace on the side. I would I would go lower the lights and put them right in front of the fireplace because mm -hmm. at at like six o'clock it was pretty nice place at night it got crazy yeah. oh yeah it was that it was a regular like restaurant yeah like you know they tried to they tried yeah. they tried you know they had the fireplace going in the winter i would make sure it had wood and smoke it up get my i just wanted to bring everybody told katie ryan you gotta have your graduation party at smoky joe's but i re this i remember sam because nobody really knew anything about you exactly and i'd call sam this is after you moved out here and i guess sammy went to law school too i guess at loyola or something mm -hmm. or usc so he'd come see you at the uh at the improv mm -hmm. and he'd tell me he goes you see all these women climbing all over tide and wants nothing to do with them i go oh what an idiot you know why, oh, you know. Shit. oh shit oh <laughs> shit Oh, and, and, and he had, you know, he, he had, uh, he'd tell me, I, I would buy it. I don't know why. I guess he's scared. Yeah, I don't. I would act dumb. I would go, they're drunk. Yeah. They're drunk and they're <laughs> foolish and they don't know what they're doing. I can't be, bu I'm busy going to my seven minutes. <laughs> Try to make excuses. <laughs> I'm getting ready for a trip I'm taking. I don't have time. 
I got a show in seven months. It can't be, you know, hanging out with this girl. The first person that Marge ever met in your family, I think, was your brother, Corey. Your mm-hmm. brother. And we were at some restaurant. And he comes in. I guess he's taking a takeout order. And, and I said, that's Todd Glass's brother. And I was explained to her. I said, they're four brothers, and they have four different kinds of sexuality. One's heterosexual. One's homosexual. One's asexual. And... Corey's in the, you know, he's like a bestiality section. <laughs> he is not. I go, oh, he is. No, he well, is. you made that up, truth, by the way, just for the listening <laughs> yeah. audience. No, I said, he is. Come, 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 you know, come I'm, I'm going to say hello and I'll, I'll bring it up. And, and I said, now, what are you into now? Corey, you into, into the horses or, or cows? And uh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the horses. And now. <laughs> Margie's like starting to believe it. I'm going, we're kidding around. It's a joke. I don't know the story. No, you weren't there. And she's looking at me. She's looking at, and you know, for the rest of her life, God rest her soul, I think she thought your brother was in the bestiality. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) Oh, Margie, God love you. I, you nature love you, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, that's a semi-true story. <laughs> we're really heading in for the close. I mean, I know how to produce a show. We're, we're what I call this is the part of the show. We're getting ready to say good night. All right. Oh, this is fun. This not even been. Yeah. You know, I well, Hold we, one. Give me one second. Hey, hold that thought till the other side. Okay. Wow, it's a real show, people. It's a real show. You ask me if I love you, and I choke on my reply. I'd rather hurt you honestly than mislead you with a lie. And who am I to judge you, and what you say or do? I'm only just beginning. See the real you Sometimes when we touch The honesty's too much And I'll have to close my eyes And hide I wanna hold you till I die Till we both break down and cry Till the fear in me subsides Romance and all its strategy Leaves me bowing with my pride But through the insecurity Some tenderness survives And just another writer Still trapped within my truth Hesitant prize fighter Still trapped within my youth Hey Vinny, you liking it? You like this song? Sometimes when we touch Throw Joe McKenzie in there too Well, I hope you don't mind sharing the spotlight And I'll have to close my eyes And hide ba 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 boom ba boom ba boom Sometimes I wanna 
seem effortless the way me and Aristotle were. No, he was our guest tonight. M I T C H M I T C H Roberts. I was just saying, this has been a lot of fun. Cousin Bobcat, who's with us here, my nephew, Evan, Cousin Bobcat, we also call him. It's a good name. You call him Cousin Bobcat? Yeah, well, because, yeah, Nephew Bobcat. Just It's a great name. All right, so we call him Cousin Bobcat. Cousin Bobcat. Yeah, and he's, you know. Next he's, time we'll have a jingle that says, Cousin Bobcat. We'll get one, I promise. Yeah, and there should be a next time, because we, we did sort of, a, you know, an, on a podcast, a video podcast. They're on YouTube. We did about six called? of them. Bubba Time. Hey, can I tell you something? Bubba Time. And what's the, what's the, uh, that's the name of the show? Yes. And where do they get it? YouTube. I'm going to tell you right now, Joe McKenzie does all the songs for the Todd Glass show. He's going to hear this because he listens to the show every week. His name is Joe McKenzie. All our listeners know Joe McKenzie. He's, you know, since he came a long time ago. This all leads up to something good. Don't we have a, a there's a kind of hush Long time ago, this leads up to something that Joe McKenzie might want to do, it which like would just threw you through something else. like I don't, I, I don't know where that would be. No, I think it's on the board. Which board? On the on like on one of these, like if you just put in the kind of hush. I think maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't. There's a kind of hush all over the world. So Joe McKenzie comes up to me. He does all the music for the show. If he's in a good mood, he might, might make it just a song for your show now i don't mean to give him homework but he hears it right now and i don't want to make him feel embarrassed or like oh now i have to do it no 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 that's a pressure you're putting on yourself but there's no doubt that if, if he sent me something and i played it on the show next week it would be what's the name of the show again bubba time bubba time um i don't mean to be uh, starting up trouble but how much time could it take him to Unless he's mad at me or something, I don't. Do we have any mumbling? Don't worry about the other thing. Oh, oh you got it. Thank you. You know what I mean? People would be talking. They'd be like, "I guess you heard the Todd Glass show." Um, yeah, Todd. Uh, do we have any generic? I know it's here. It's all right. We're no one's in a hurry. I I feel great. And you, by the way, hey, I'll tell you what. Evan's nailing what I'm gonna second, and you're gonna. It's all gonna make sense in a minute. So we're talking about if Joe doesn't. If he decides I don't have time, you know, people are going to be, you're going to hear a, a sense of the podcast audience, you know, uh, you know, they're going to be like, oh, I guess you heard about the Joe McKenzie. I guess he didn't. 
Oh, it seemed that hard to do. No, it just seemed like does he think it's being funny? What's the name of the show? Bubba Time. Yeah, Bubba Time. I don't know why he wouldn't do it. Yeah, well, did you hear about Joe McKee? He didn't do Bubba Time. I guess he didn't end up doing something. No, it wasn't funny. People were, people were, people were, uh, yeah, they were, yeah, they were, they were funny. Anyway, I think he's going to make something for you now. Oh, okay. Well, then we better see what I be- just did for you guys. Yeah, we better start producing more episodes. You, do you know? Oh, you're not doing it anymore. No, no, we're, we're forget doing it. it. Turn no, 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 no. Do you no. want it? Do you want it? If you yes, want it, he'll yes, do it. We'll do it. If we, you want it, he'll yes. do it. Do you want it? Yay! Yes. Does yes. anybody want Joe McKenzie to do the majingle? Yes. I think he's going to do it. All right. No, he no, will hear it. Right. No, we never said we stopped. We just haven't done it. What no. if he decided he doesn't want to do it? Do you think that's there's you just you have to understand that, right? Right? If he goes wrong. Oh no, no. Okay. Wrong, 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 wrong. Joe, it's just a joke, and it, maybe it's not a good one because it puts the onus on you. And I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. So oh, really, as we go to close and we say good night, Aristotle. Good luck with your motorcycle. Thank you. What's it called? Give me a second. I like the type or yes, the, the name of it. it. Oh, it's a Royal Enfield INT650. And it, on the side, it's like black, red, and gold. Yeah. See, it's, I got it. It's the uh, Sunset Strip colorway. They have a bunch of different colors. You can when are you gonna try it on the ten at five o'clock? Oh God, I that I can barely, <laughs> I can barely handle the street that I live on. Because right. we want to see that that we would film. It's I, a I beast. Think. Yeah, it's, we, it's we, a beauty. I'll tell you. Oh. It's like looking at the belly of a horse. It's just a gorgeous, I don't, everything we shines. I about it earlier. I was like, I don't even like writing it. I just like looking at I didn't, it and sitting on it. I didn't know it was brand new. Oh, it's like twi- like made 2022. Wow. Had to cost a little bit of money. Yeah. Bumble, bumble. I've talked about getting I don't a know. motorcycle. It seems like people My wife said that may no. be able to afford a bike Marge like that. No. I You're mean, not getting. It just seems like, you know, I guess, because to me it seems yeah, like I, I didn't know that they were produced so podcasts. But I guess, I'm, I guess, guess the guy, I guess you know, now Aristotle can, can afford it. You never know no, what's in a bank no, account. You, you, like you never know what's in people's bank account. Yeah, you never and know. And next thing you yeah, know, yeah, oh, did you see my little toy bike I bought? You never know. You're like, Aristotle from that does all the shows? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, you know, he's been working solid for a while, but he's good with his money. But people are talking. Really? Okay, I guess he can afford it. No. Yeah, it's, it's I guess what's he have next? A jet ski? Yeah. I like to see him do that at the on the ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but it's called. What's the? Did you give it a name too? Uh, I've I thought about it until the day it showed up. I was like, I I need a. She'll tell me her name. Can our ready. can our listeners suggest names? Sure. Seriously, are you gonna wa- look at them because they're gonna, gonna at look you? At them. I'm gonna look at them and I'm gonna seriously consider them. No, yeah. oh, by no means do you yeah, have yeah. to do one of them. No, no, no. If something, somebody, people have some fun, they'll send it your way. But if one does strike you, of course. But there's no, no, no. People can send really funny ones. It doesn't mean you're definitely gonna use it. No, I would never hold you to that. But what do they do? They at, they they at you and they go, Aristotle. Why don't you name your motorcycle? You know, blank, blank, blankety blank. How about blank? For, you know, however you want to word it, but it's basically trying to name Aristotle's bicycle. And I would ask you people to do it. I don't ask much of the audience, but we're, this is dire times. My <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus Christ, Jesus, holy shit of shit and fuck. Um, oh shit! Oh, oh shit. shit! I like that. Here, I like that. That's one of those. Play it again. Watch this. Oh shit! It's oh, night shit. and day. There's an oh shit with this volume. You know, you say, oh, remember I saw you. Oh on- shit! Oh, shit. Remember I saw you ready with one? Remember the first time when I saw your mom naked? Oh, 
Oh shit! Oh shit! So you met my mom and dad. What, what's your memory? Uh, and you and uh, when my dad was alive. So that's right. You met them as a couple. Yes, I did. Yes, wow. I met him when he was dead. He met. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the iPad only has 3% left. It does? Jesus, these are hard times. (laughs) Well, I feel like, you know, the truth of the matter is, you know, I feel like we did get, we we hit a lot of territory. Yeah, we did. It was fun. It was fun. And then, are you hungry? Yes. Me too. Yeah. I know Bobcat's hungry because he's always hungry. Oh, I love to eat. So why don't we pick a song? How about we play, do you have that uh, Linda Ronstadt song, and I'll play it without it being so distorted like last week. You know, um, and Joe McKenzie, God bless you. You know, your precious precious face. But Sean, 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 he got so upset because I said, oh, Vinny sent me the, now, the name of that band, what is the name of that band, out of respect? AJJ. And you like them, too. I do. They got a lot of really cool, unique, they're just like, it's. they got They got their own thing going. I want to say quirky. Right, right, right. No, 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 exactly. And But but also beautiful and just, you know, and, and, and you know, and over the, the silliest. The are insanely deep. Right. Insanely deep and funny and uh and yeah. what's the name of the band? The band's called AJJ, AJ. which I think uh it used to stand for something and I don't wanna say in case they're How like, many? we're gonna go in for a different direction. So well AJJ the band. Yeah, the, so yeah, you, you quirky is good and then and then uh so I I'm gonna play a different song next week, but I know this is on the board and I think last week I might have had the volumes all fucked up because, you know, Certain things were too loud, so I thought this week if I play music, I want to play it in the range that I know will record nicely and and isn't offensive to listen to, which I am so fu- <laughs> fucking sorry. I know it sucks. You're you're nice for not complaining, but you're listening to the show and all of a sudden, okay, fifteen second, fifteen second, fifteen seconds. Okay, I get it. That's what you do, and I appreciate where you listen through it. But it doesn't sound like that here. Just know that when you hear it like that, it's a. But it doesn't matter how it sounds here. It just I'm just giving you that for perspective but there it sounds like but anyway so uh i played this last week but the vinny likes this band but i thought vinny introduced me sean he goes todd i sent you that i'm like oh gee and he was right and i felt horrible because i was like that fucking idiot he doesn't remember things right and i was telling vinny i'm like this pile of shit i'd fucking choke him and then i realized he was right so we'll leave on that it's just a (laughs) i don't know it's just uh it's a it's just a it's a nice clean song and we'll say good night. Nice meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> Aristotle, good to see you. Always great to be here. Right? Do you really mean that? I do. How do I know if you're lying? Seriously, uh, give me some telltale signs. Unless you give me some signs that I can look for to see if you're just saying it, I can't just trust you. So I don't mean to incriminate yourself, but help me out here. Uh, well, how would I know how if you were lying? Telltale signs if I'm lying? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Fishy. That I'd, I'd really mm. lie, that I would know exactly yeah. what to say. Yeah. I was lying. You know what? I'll give you that. No, he's right. He's right. Lucy's, mwah, I love you. Right there on Pico. Lucy's auto body. I think we even. There's 1% left. We, we got, okay, we got guess what? Here we go. We're going to. What are we leaving him with? AJJ. AJJ. Linda Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt. Bye. <laughs> 
Wow, it's a real show. Till the battery goes dead. Today the salt and sun ran down my face. After a year of hiding all my feelings, then I totally lost my shit in that museum. All from a video installation of Linda Ronstadt. I almost made it through a year of choking down my fears, but they're gone for now. All thanks to Linda Ronstadt. I almost made it through a year of choking down my fears, but they're gone for now. All thanks to Linda Ronstadt. And I can't handle astounding works of beauty. I think I like my pretty, pretty ugly. But the beautiful soul I witnessed in that movie. Hey, Vinny, are you listening? It was an entirely different kind of overwhelming. It was a dog that won't stop barking. Like a cut that never stops bleeding. Arizona sunsets in the early evening. Or a grown man inconsolably weeping. I give you this music to be the background of your night, wherever you're walking. Why I shut up. This is your time. I almost made it through a year of choking down my fears, but they're gone for now. All thanks to Linda Ronstadt. I almost made it through a year of choking down my fears, but they're gone for now. All thanks to Linda Ronstadt. I almost made it through a year of choking down my fears. not the things you wear, not the way you do your hair, but it's you I like, the way you are right now, the way down deep inside you, not the things that hide you, not your toys, they're just beside you, but it's you I like. Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you It's you I like Thank you. 
it's you I 